What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the coach. And that's you. Wait, 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 wait. Shout out to the coach gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Top of the morning to you, in the, at least on the West Coast. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here? With the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coach Laney, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Shadamas, where all that I say comes true. We back in here. Oh, of course, he got Allah. We back in here with all the nicknames, and we're back in here with a great show. We're going to react to a Courtney Ryan video. Will women choose a taller man or a man? That got money. I got money. And when we say choose, what are we really talking about? This is going to be one of those shows where you get a little double dose of reality, where you've seen evolution on steroids, if you will, with women believing they have choice out here in the matter. I've got options, right? We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about Slim Thug. Rapper Slim Thug says, I got money. He said, just sell it to me, ladies. I ain't got time to be texting all y'all. Because I got hoes in different area codes. Area codes. I got hoes. All right. We live in a different time. Remember when dudes used to say, I got hoes in different area codes? Now these dudes scared to talk to women. They like, these women are definitely reprehensible. Okay. All right. So we're going to talk about that anyway. And we got a lot of great subject matter and a lot to cover. And I got some extra stuff just in case I want to go overtime. But yeah, man, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign CGA live on the cash app, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And you can contribute to the uh, super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. And check this out. Hit the like button. It's been a while since I regulated on the lights. It's been a while since I regulated on the lights. Uh, so uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hit them. I'm going to hit y'all up right now. I know you're just joining in. You're at your job with your headphones on, ready to sniggle. But I'm going to check y'all, chin check y'all right now. This is going to get some people in here. Let's get Belly Deli right off the rip. All right, let's get Belly Deli right off the lip until we get about 400 likes. Let's go. What really gets me is that some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all, y'all see how scrum diddly um shit it look? Oh, baby girl. Oh, yeah. Y'all scared of a little Belly Deli? Oh. Y'all scared of a little Belly Deli for what? Yeah. Who told you be scared of that belly? I don't know. Let it lose. Let it lose. Let it. I know y'all see the football print. The football print. print go crazy. Print. The football print go crazy. Come on. Come on. Parabola. Parabola. Come on. Y equal X squared. Maybe cubed on some days. All right. Hey, not even the like button, man. Y'all not even hitting the like button. We got 300 likes. We need about 400. Let's get up to halftime. Get them likes up real quick. I know y'all probably ain't even caught up with the stream. Y'all still at the beginning on the intro. I know how y'all do me. All right, and I'm sitting here ready to share this information and knowledge with you, and uh, we ain't hitting that like button like it is. All right, so look, this is how I wake up in the morning, early in the morning, ready to spread this joy and cheer. <laughs> All right, ready to spread this joy and cheer. Looking at y'all, I'm happy. I stand in front of y'all every day. I stand in front of the women, and y'all can't even get that like button. All right, hit the like on both channels. And we're getting inching, inching closer and closer. There I am right there. All right, ready to go. All right, we ready to go in here. Look. <laughs> yeah, man, cup runneth over. I'm ready to go, man. I got too much information to share with y'all, uh, including women are outpacing men in home purchases. Let's give it up for the ladies. They're buying houses. All right, we're going to show you. 
how they become modern slaves, right? Mm. How to become a slave 101 by American women. Yes, indeed. Listen. How many one-bedroom, three-bathroom houses are being purchased that are going to be repoed or foreclosed on in the near future? Mm. Ladies, hey, ladies. All right, the ladies are like, we're doing better than you. What does that mean they do where they do the fingernail out? We're doing better than you. Foreclosures incoming, all right? Oh, my goodness. All right. They're like, we're doing better than you, Coogee Sweater, than you. All right, Jesus. All right, shout out to you, ladies. You're doing better. A lot of unsellable townhouses going to be left on the market. All right. All right, and they ain't paying that debt off. I refuse to pay off these banks who swindled me. All right, that's coming up. Thank you, ladies. All right, boy, talk about talk about not financially knowing what you're talking about, but you do what you want to do. <laughs> All right, look, let's get into the earlier contributors to today's show. Dollar Sign CGA Live on the Cash App, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal. Feel like I said this already. On the PayPal, shout out to Albert Wesker says modern XXs think 6'6 is the average height of men. And uh, yeah, when we get to that height conversation, uh, yeah, there's a lot to say about that. And I don't want to reiterate a lot of talking points and I'm not going to, you know, and don't, don't get, don't, don't get me wrong. We're not crying over it. We're just knowing that y'all is going to be single and lonely for a long time. Shout out to Preston. He says they'll fight for child support and say, it's not all about the money. No, 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 no. It's not about the money. It's about the best interests of the child. My, meanwhile, if they fight you for more custody, they say it's in the best interest of the child. But if you fight for more custody, it's because you want lawyer child support, right? You're doing it because you don't want to pay child support. But isn't the reverse similar to you're doing it to get more child support? Nope. No, the monkey simps ain't going to say no. Kaylin says, what's up, coach? Off topic. But Le with LeBron being on the cusp of breaking Kareem's leading scoring record, I'm curious to know, would he move up in your ranking within the all-time greats? No, I'm sorry. Nope. I mean, shout, shout out to all the LeBron stands out there. LeBron's a great player. I, I'm For me, it's MJ. I don't think anybody surpasses MJ that is currently alive or playing basketball professionally at this point. So um, now, do I respect LeBron in terms of what he can do on the basketball court? Yes. I mean, he's phenomenal. He's phenomenal. I mean, even at his age, phenomenal. But no, nobody passes MJ. All right, MJ is it. For me, he's number one. All right, and so that's what it is. I need to see a whole bunch of other stuff for uh, for somebody to surpass MJ. All right. So anyway, <laughs> thank you for that uh, super chat. Let's get into today's show. Uh, let's talk about the realities of making 100K. All right. A lot of you guys have goals. You want to make six figures. Um, it's odd that six figures seems to be a goal, but I get it. It makes sense. You know, we do think of money incrementally and 100 grand is an achievement, right? You go from a five figure salary to a six figure and now that 100K is on everybody's lips. And I've often told you that once everybody achieves something, that almost puts people on an equal plane. Thus, the cost of things rise as a result of that. You got inflation going today. And then once everybody attains that, or it's easily attainable for a group of people, then the value of it decreases. Same what happened with college degrees. Not a lot of people had college degrees. Now, once people were opened up to get college degrees, the value of the college degree decreases. I've been saying this with reparations. It's the same thing. Once you give everybody the same check, the price of everything goes up, and now you're on the same par again. I mean, it doesn't help you as you would think you would help you, right? Everything you value goes up, 
everything the other people value, it stays lower. So it's a principle of economics that people don't understand. 100K is getting to that point. $100,000 is getting to that point. And I'm going to show you the reality of making six figures will make a lot of Americans still struggle. Mm. Now, everybody in Midland, in Odessa, Texas, who makes $100,000, everybody in Fayetteville, Arkansas, who makes $100,000, and everybody somewhere around Opelousas, Louisiana, that makes $100,000, Congratulations, you're living like a king. Everybody in Paducah, Kentucky, everybody somewhere in the middle of Indiana, all right, congratulations, you're living like a king. Unfortunately, yeah, everybody in Cheney, Wyoming, or whatever, Wyoming, Rock Springs, Wyoming, everybody in Rock Springs, you're filthy, rotten, rich. Congratulations, okay? Now, if you live in a metropolis, which where you're more liable to make $100,000 because there's a big conglomeration of people and companies there, what they're finding out is that these people are still broke. Mm. All right, let's go ahead and show you this. And I want to let you guys know, man, it's not how much money you make. It's how much money you keep around this mother sucker. All right, let me see if I can go over here. Where's my tab? My tabulations are all out of order. All right. And um, a lot of people say, well, I make 100K and my wife makes 35K, 45, 50K, maybe 70K. A lot of Americans are still struggling right here. Millions of Americans earning $100,000 a year are living paycheck to paycheck, according to a survey. Good Lord have mercy. What are we doing? I'm rich, oh, man. All right. Forget this video. More than half. All right. People say, well, that's half. That's half. More than half of Americans earning six-figure salaries admit that they were living paycheck to paycheck last year as high inflation slammed households, according to an alarming study released this week. Now, most people will say, well, half is not bad. That means that everybody else in Fayetteville, Arkansas, they're doing good. I mean, they make 100K. They're, there's nothing for them to do but shoot, shoot guns in their backyard. All right. But here it is right there. This is alarming. That people cannot figure this out. Now, when we get to the women owning more houses, we're gonna we're gonna get to that argument too. But as the as of the end of December, fifty one percent of Americans with a one hundred thousand dollars or more in annual income or more said they were living paycheck to paycheck, according to the survey conducted by Lending Club and Payments.com. The share rose nine percent compared to one earlier, one year earlier, where forty two percent of six figure earners made the same admission. Overall, a whopping 64% of U.S. consumers, the equivalent of 166 million Americans, say that we're living on razor-thin budgets each month. That was up from 61%, or about 9.3 million compared to the previous year's findings. And of the 9.3 uh, million Americans who joined the ranks of monthly struggle, 8 million more, 8 million earned more than 100K. All right, so there you go right there. And listen, obviously, people are not really uh, well financially educated. A lot of people have poverty mindsets. A lot of people are consumer mindset. A lot of people get their checks um, biweekly or, you know, monthly. And so when you get your checks biweekly or monthly and you're bad at budgeting, I can see how easy you can be making 100K and still be living on the Rager's edge. Also, dating, inflation being married or not married, tax burden. 
if you're getting a paycheck and you're earning six figures, obviously a greater percentage of your income is going to go to taxes. You're the highest tax bracket already. Then you're as a, as a employed person, much of it going to uncle Sam itself. What you thought hundred K would get you is not what it will really get you. I, and then, and then during that time you had the housing prices in uh, peaking. So you had a whole catastrophe. So look, let me just say this. Okay, let me just say, say this. For, for you guys, yes, you should be striving to earn as much money as you think you can earn, but never stop there. There is always going to be a point where you live to capacity if you don't understand budgeting and have the proper mindset. If you have a divorce, if you have children, 100K gets eaten up pretty fast in many cities, not all. Some cities where you want to go absolutely do nothing, where the grass is brown about nine months out of the year, you can live there and be fine. But obviously, your kids are going to be educated by 4-H, and they're not going to be educated by anything else. All right. And listen. <laughs> all right. And inflation is going up. We're seeing the rising of prices everywhere. So 100K, what it was in the 1980s was probably what the equivalent of $700,000 is today. What 100K is in new money, you start making 100K, you're almost on par with everybody else. I mean, you're doing better, but it's it's slowly getting to the point where 100K is not going to be enough. And by the way, the Fed rate increased today. We're going to talk about that, man. Uh, so it's actually crazy here. So, uh, yeah, man, I think at the point there's going to be a lot of people earning more money. But when people earn the same amount of money or the the, the average norm goes up, so does the cost of everything else. That's the reality of it. Okay. Oh, there's even more to this story. Let's go to, and why did I share that tab? I guess out of habit. Let's go to this part of the window. That's what I'm doing here. Let's share this window right here. Um, if you live in Los Angeles, <laughs> California, you need, <clears throat> you need three roommates or four jobs to afford a two-bedroom apartment in Los Angeles. Damn. Wow. Let me clear my throat, my throat. So, um I knew this about Southern California. I had to get up out of Southern California. You know what I mean? I lost my job and my business. I had to get up out of there. I was like You need four jobs. And a lot of people in Los Angeles when they move to LA and when when we say Los Angeles, it that can mean anything. People think Orange County is Los Angeles. Ventura County is Los Angeles. We're going to count all of that as one. And you can throw San Diego County in there if you will. Uh, but Los Angeles is one of these places that people come to. And uh, if they fall in love with it, they don't want to leave. They're like, I want to be here because the sun, the fun, the women, the weed, the weather, weather. I mean, it's almost unbeatable. However, it's very expensive there. And you got a lot of slugs that move to Los Angeles. What they'll do is. They'll say, okay, I make 60K, 70K, and uh, I'll live in Los Angeles and I'll live the I'll live the lifestyle. Because they went and went on a vacation and they went to a couple of places. They were like, I'm loving this. But when they come there, 60, 70K ain't gonna cut it. All right. It's not gonna cut it, guys. 70K, 60K in Los Angeles is like you're struggling. All right, you're gonna need a roommate. You're gonna leave it, you need to leave at your parents' house. You might need two roommates. Okay, you're definitely going to need two jobs. And when they come there, they come with their welfare mentality. They come with their socialist or their Democrat mentality. And then they start voting shit in that actually hurts and harms everybody else. 
All right. And you're like, man, why are y'all coming here with this bullshit? And this is how Los Angeles gets screwed over. The rents are high. I'm telling you, man, I've lived there for a lot of time, a long time. Um, I've made variety of incomes when I lived in Southern California. 60K ain't going to cut it. You ain't living. You ain't living like you're going to be living very, very minimally on 60K. You can do it. But don't think you're going to the Hollywood Bowl. Don't think you're going to the Lakers games. Don't think you're going to be out on Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. Don't think you're going to be living the best life if you want. Don't do not think you're doing it. You're going to be not living in the prime real estate. You're going to not be living by the coast. You're going to be living inland. Okay. So you guys got to understand that. Here's where we're getting to the point. And I, I know they're doing this on purpose to make people get out of there, but they're also making people into slaves. All right. And so this is a slave mentality. You're an adult. You're making 60, 70 K. You think you're doing good. If you take that salary anywhere else in the middle of the country, you're doing fine. In Los Angeles, you're struggling. You're struggling. All right. You're struggling. I know people that are, have great jobs. They're 30 years old. They got roommates. <laughs> All right. They got roommates. Uh, so this is the reality of Southern California. And you see, they're saying now, okay, you need three roommates or four jobs to afford a two-bedroom apartment. Hey, check this out. And most people in L.A. are broke as a joke. All right, women women in L.A., this is what I also knew about when I was dating or messing around in L.A. They're broke. Even if they got good jobs, they're broke. Like, they're broke in L.A. standards. Like, and they running around here trying to date rappers and, you know, they're trying to get their shit together. And... Um, and then you can just you just know when you meet them, they're they're struggling. They're on their last leg. Talk about paycheck to paycheck. They're living paycheck to paycheck. It is bad. So, uh, yeah, he says two grown adults in one bedroom is a joke. I've heard cases like that. I've heard cases like that in Southern California. Yeah, it is. It's bad out there. All right. So let me see. There was another story I was going to tack on to that. Let me see if I, uh, that makes the story here. Nope. We're good to the next one. Number two. Number two. We got uh, if uh, if you're we talked about lawyers yesterday. If your lawyer is not fighting for you in family court like this, you need to get a new lawyer. We talked about family court lawyers and how they're basically just they just take your money and show up. All right. Make sure certain procedures are there. They don't push to get a negotiation. They're just there so as to uh, get your money and not piss off the judge. Well, this is a lawyer who's challenging a judge. And as you see, as you see, this judge is going to essentially back down because she's not used to lawyers challenging her and, and calling her out on her bullshit. With this being said, we often encourage you guys to know the law. We tell you to know the law. Now, when you know the law, I want you to ask yourself a question. When you actually know the law or getting close to telling somebody who knows the law what the law is, do they actually say, oh, it looks, sounds like you know the law. We'll back down. We'll give you what you want. Normally, if you know something about the law, these people try to double, triple, quadruple down on their defiance against what you know. And that is one of the secrets of law people, like even police officers, judges, attorney, people who work in the law. If you challenge them on law, they don't say, oh, good, you know the law. You're absolutely right. They actually put up a bigger fight. They put up a bigger fight. Police officers will hit you with the baton uh, or they'll continue to question you. So that's just you back down to make you feel bad about knowing the law. They'll straight up start lying to you, and which is a, a, a poor indictment on the American system. 
that people will not give you what you want based on your knowledge of the law. All right. So anyway, check this out. Yeah, their ego gets into it. Here it is. Well, I'm the judge. Here's this guy right here. Let's go ahead and get to the video without me yapping. The law says Mr. you Cameron. must stay proceedings. Okay, and they have. We're rolling to see if we get an answer. What would you, you like? You cannot to roll the case. You don't have jurisdiction to roll the case. That's exactly okay, so what I'm what, saying. So what are you asking me to do? You I'm asking for you, for you to wait until the answer is received downstairs in the district clerk's office. They will distribute a copy of Chief Justice Minton's order to your honor and to my office. Once we have each have a copy, we will know what to do. Do we have a special judge or do you regain jurisdiction? You cannot hold it. I my can't. client, our experts, his police officers to come to court every single day at one o'clock. It just doesn't work that way. The law is clear. You must. Now, uh, once this happens, they'll start threatening you with jail time they'll have the bailiff uh flex their muscles so as to threatening you to to get you to be scared they'll start having bailiffs come in from other departments they'll hit a they'll hit a silent button and a silent alarm bailiffs will start walking into the courtroom okay these things will start to happen oh we got somebody that thinks they know what they're doing and challenging her so what she ended up doing is going oh oh okay what do, what, what do you want me to do all right and she went instantly into defensive deflection mode when she knew he was in the right what you guys have to do is know your rights. Know that when you know your rights, they're going to put up a bigger fight. Their ego is going to get in. They're going to start pulling the pulling rank. They're also going to start flexing their power. This is what they don't want you to know. There's a big club and you ain't in it. Okay. They're going to start threatening you and threatening your freedom. Andrew Tate just got 30 day extension on his, um, on his uh, current uh, detainment at this particular point with no charges being filed. So they're going to get over on you. Never back down to the point where you're scared of them, especially if you're very confident in what you know. All right. But when you know it, just understand that these people will not give up the power just so you know it. Here it is right here. Uh, let's go ahead and show you again when she basically essentially backed down. But then she came back up and flexed her power. She was like, what do you want me to do? But I want you to do is follow the law. All right. And that's what these people don't do. But by the way, if your family law judge ain't fighting uh, attorney, if your family law attorney ain't fighting for you like this, fire they ass. Follow the law. The law says Mr. you Cameron. must stay proceedings. Okay, and they have. We're rolling to see if we get an answer. What would you, you like? You cannot to roll the case. You, you see her? Ah, oh, damn, you're going to make my job harder. Ah, oh, we'll roll it. He said, you don't have jurisdiction. You're not the judge. You can't roll the case. He's she like, damn. And then the bailiff steps up. Then the bailiff steps up. You see this shit? This shit is an absolute farce. It's a farce, man. Ju these courts are a farce. Let's continue. Don't have jurisdiction to roll. Look at the bailiff. The bailiff scratching his head, took his glasses off. That's all posturing. That's all posturing. All right. That's like, oh, I'm tired of this shit. Let me take my glasses off, scratch my head. And they don't like this shit, man. They don't like this. In case that's exactly what so I'm what, saying. So what are you asking me to do? You I'm asking for you. Anything. What are you asking me to do? You haven't asked me to do anything. I'm asking you to follow the law. All right. Follow the law. He asked you to follow the law. It's pretty clear. Now what they want to do is play semantics. Oh, well, what are you asking me? You have to ask me specifically. You have to say the secret password, right? Mm. Essentially, these courts are a farce, man. I'm going to tell you, man. For you to wait until the answer is received downstairs in the district clerk's office, 
they will distribute a copy of Chief Justice Minton's order to your honor and to my office. Once we have each have a copy, we will know what to do. Do we have a special judge or do you regain jurisdiction? You cannot hold it. I my can't. client, our experts, his police officers, to come to court every single day at one o'clock. It just doesn't work that way. The law is clear. Yeah. The law is clear. Follow the law. And they, it, guys, when you do this to them, they won't follow it. <laughs> they ain't gonna follow it. They're gonna do what they want to do. It's crazy. So shout out to him uh, for fighting and put him up, putting up a fight. Somebody says, uh, I'm absolutely shadow banned. Oh my God. Yeah, he says I refreshed three times and didn't show me. He was on live. Dude, are you serious? Man, let me tell you, man. I'm one of the biggest shadow ban channels out here, but I still proceed forward. I still push. Uh, let me see here. Let me do one more, and then we'll get to the Super Chats here. Women are outpacing men in home ownership. Uh, who's going to tell them? Who's going to tell them? <laughs> who's going to tell them? Let's flash the article up. Shout out to you, ladies. First and foremost, let's go ahead and show y'all the article. Well, we're gonna, we use this article right here. According to a new study, single women... All the single ladies, all the single ladies, all the single ladies. Uh, put your hands up. Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Shout out to y'all. If you like it, you better put a ring on it. <laughs> Let's give them an L on this. Lord have mercy. Ladies don't get it, man. Sound the bell for these people, man. Good Lord. <laughs> wow. I, hey, you know what? Get yourself a dog, cat, a mouse, a rat. This is going to be sad. This is going to be a sad. Oh, the comments. I'm going to get to the comments. Women and women do not understand debt at all. First of all, I can find an article 20 years ago that says this, but it, instead of ownership, home ownership, put college education. Put college education. All right. The same article applies. Women are now in this country are outpacing men in college attendance. Well, how's that worked out? <laughs> this is going to be an economic catastrophe for them. This is going to be terrible. Not only that, I would love to see these mortgage payments. All right. I want to see this debt. I love, dude, ladies, let me see your mortgage calculations right now. <laughs> right now. But let me get to this. But before we do, I'm going to have to pull up. I'm going to have to pull up this here. Uh, I, I Actually, I always have to do this here. I got I always. Let me see here. Where is it at? Oh, here it is right here. So uh, let's take a look at your mortgage loan officer getting the loan. All right, let's go ahead and take a look at your mortgage loan officer and your car payment place here. This is your mortgage loan officer when y'all signed up for the mortgage deals right here. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the person who you bought the house for him from at the peak of the housing market. And y'all sitting there telling us right now that y'all won. This is your, that's your real estate agent right here. Your real estate agent, 6% commission on the sale, $500,000 house. Definitely going to plummet here in the next couple of years. You're going to lose value. You're going to be living in that house. Of course, you're going to die in that house, potentially a reverse mortgage. Absolutely, man. This is reprehensible. <laughs> Jesus. 
they fall for anything here. You want freedom? You want some freedom? Dude, let me tell you something. Women are few. Dude, say you're a slave without saying you're a slave. Jesus Christ, man. Look, you can't help these people. But look, let's go into it real quick. Let's go into it. And we got to check the comment section. Oh, worst buying market in the history of the world. <laughs> right. Adjustable rate mortgage, no doubt. Not a flat, not a not a fixed rate, I'm sure. They hit y'all with the okie doke. According to a new study, single women in this country are outpacing men in being homeowners, not land. Single women own roughly 10.7 million homes in America compared to 8.1 million owned by single men, but they make less money. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. This is going to cause a problem here. It's going to cause a problem. And the problem is obviously, number one, they don't even pay off any of their obligations. They tend to not do so especially when they're single, no children, right? So essentially what's going to happen is this is going to hamstring them into not getting married. That's the first problem because they're going to go into men that say, look, I own my own house. I own my own car. I have student loan debt. This is going to be one more cheat into them not getting married because she's going to want to hold on to that house and, and rightly so. But this is, but then she's going to want to get married. No guy's going to move into your house, guys. Listen, not a guy who's making it, not a guy who has a 100K job, right? So, congratulations. You just hamstrung yourself. Number two, there's a whole bunch of things here. If she loses her job, she breaks her leg, which she's probably going to do, she's going to get laid off. Who's going to pay the mortgage? And if she, well, Pookie will move in, but that's not going to help her, right? But so, Who's going to pay the mortgage? We know they talk, tend to have soft jobs, right? And these are the jobs that get laid off. If that happens, instead of being a consumer, she's going to be hamstrung by the home ownership. So she's not going to be able to buy, and that's going to slow down the economy. The economy slows down when women don't buy, which makes things either increase in value or uh, things, go, uh, things go wasted. But the economy depends on people spending. If you own a house, your biggest spenders are not spending. The economy is going to slow down because much of the money that she earns goes to debt that she has in terms of home home debt, uh, debt related to uh, uh, student loans and so forth and so forth. Right. Right. So you want them spending. This is going to slow down spending. It's going to slow down the spending. This is just simple. Uh, number three, the other problem that you have, obviously, is location, location, location. Are these homes that they own? Can you sell these homes quickly and for a profit? Okay, probably not. I'm just going to let you guys know. Many of these homes are not homes that are probably made with the idea of it being something that they can sell for a bigger profit. Much of them probably had a nice kitchen. Much of them is probably townhomes homes and condos. All right, we know this. They're not going to be homes and mansions on the on the coast of the East or Atlantic or the, the West Coast, somewhere in the uh, off the uh, Puget Sound in Seattle. These houses are somewhat inland in a in a place where there are high HOA fees and so forth and so on. Number four, I want to see this paperwork. I've worked in mortgages. I've also worked in home sales for a short period of time. I know women don't make great decisions when they buy homes and they don't know. They just don't know. Many times they will say this. Okay, they're going to say this. They think that their car salesmen and their mortgage salesmen are doing them a favor. Hey, they said they, this was a good deal. My mortgage loan officer said that this was a good deal. 
Of course they did because he's getting mad points back on the loan. Ladies, if you don't understand what points back are, you got screwed on your mortgage. All right. So if you don't understand that, if you don't understand that the finance guy down in the car department is not hooking you up, they're earning back uh, a lot of uh, uh, they're earning back a lot of commission and, and uh, pay kickbacks based on all of that shit that they showed you, sold you. All right. So I'm just going to say this right now, based on our history and promoting what women are doing. This is not going to end well. It's not going to end well. I'm going to say you got scammed right now. I'm just going to say it. And this is, this is not out of hate and jealousy. This is out of knowledge of working in these industries. You probably got scammed. That's going to be number one. And it's going to get you into further servitude. Okay. You're not going to get married doing shit like this. This is why they say by 2030, more women will be single. Then uh, they said 52% of women be, will be single. This is why right here. Now let's get to these points here. This is another important point that we got to make about this. Um, is that um, when you're, when you're looking at this, when you're looking at this, this is going to favor the banks. This is going to favor the banks. If they cannot pay these long-term mortgages, if they don't have the credit to refi, these houses are going to get foreclosed on during the economic collapse. Foreclosure rates will peak and skyrocket. We know this. They can't even pay off their student loans. They refuse to pay off their student loans. What makes you think that this population is going to uh, pony up on their mortgages? Then what's going to happen is the banks are going to what? They're going to recapitalize and take the house back. Okay. And the banks know this. The banks know it. Uh, bankers know this shit. They, they're, they're like this. They're like this. They're rubbing their hand like Birdman at the idea that women want to buy their own homes before they get married. So this is going to be a catastrophe in the making. And just know they celebrated this and they tried to make men look bad. See, this is what they're doing is they're creating competitions between men and women. I thought we were looking for equality. I thought we were looking for equality. This is another example as to this is an equality. This is a competition. And they're trying to get men and women competing against each other. The comment section is kind of just talking about it right now. A couple of men said, we need to get our weight up. All right. We need to shout out to Maury. Shout out to you. I was watching you last night. But um, the men were in the comment section, man, we need to get our weight up. We slacking on our pimping. No, no, you're not. You're making good financial decisions for yourself. But yes, you should get into some sort of real estate. Real estate's a great investment. Okay. Home ownership, not so much for everybody. Home ownership tends to be a loser for a lot of Americans, but real estate is a great investment if you know what you're doing. Okay. Um, but, but in this situation, where's equality in this argument? Where's equality in this? They're literally just trying to demean and put down men as if we aren't doing anything right. Let's, let's say you to the comment section here. Okay. Most men that are single don't need a home. Most men who are single don't need a home. Like, that actually is a burden on a lot of men to get a three-bedroom house for no reason. Like, I have extra space, but this is a four-accountant house that I want to for my future job. I tend to have more than I need. However, when you're a single male, you don't need to buy a house. <laughs> Somebody says, please explain the difference. Yeah, I, I hope you guys know. Home ownership and real estate are not synonymous. A home is a part of real estate. Okay, but real estate is not a home. 
Okay, real estate can come in variety of packages. So you can own land and that would be real estate. You can own a commercial building. You could own a, a strip mall. That is real estate. You can own an investment trust. That is ownership in real estate. You can own properties as rental properties and rent your own home that you live in. That's ownership in real estate. Like you can own five homes and rent them out and then rent a palace, palatial estate or an apartment downtown and you're still a homeowner or you own real estate. You own a conglomerate of real estate. Like you own a portfolio, not a conglomerate. You own a portfolio of real estate. But home ownership is just ownership in one piece of real estate. Okay, now people think that that they're synonymous. No, they're completely different. Those are different. Every, every bit of real estate investment is different. So I like people to have, you can own an apartment building, multi-unit apartments and live in one of the apartments and you own real estate. So there's a whole bunch of ways you can get involved with real estate. It's not just one way. And when people don't own homes or live in a home that they own, people think you're doing real estate wrong. No, not, not necessarily. And I would love to have seen women be investors in real estate. That would be more impressive to me. Women are bigger investors in real estate. Now, that would be impressive. Yeah, farmland. But, but just saying you own a home oh, and the men are doing worse, that doesn't tell the whole story. All right, so let me get in here. Let me get in here. Uh, let's get into the, the normie comment section here. All the single ladies are buying property. Congratulations, ladies. I'm not shitting on you here. Uh, indeed, a recent study found that single women are outpacing single men in home ownership. Home ownership. But what about investment? What about investment? What about uh, rental properties? Okay, we don't know this. This new trend has come as a shock to many, not I, and is bound to have long-term effects on the financial market in generate on generations to come. Yeah, negative effects probably. Listen, I know people are like, not necessarily. Just go back. Just go back. Look at what we've done as re with real estate in our time. Has it been good? Every 15 years, 20 years, you get a chin check. <laughs> okay. Everybody, all the normies get a reality check. All right. Um, let's see here. Uh, the, the, surprise, the surprising development has spread nearly all across the country with single women being more likely to own a home in 48 of the 50 states, all but North and South Dakota. This development is first noted by Lending Tree. Uh-oh. And experts are curious to see the full effects of the pandemic pandemic's impact on home buying when more recent census data is released. Okay. Women dominate. Women dominate. See, look at these words, man. I thought this was equality, right? Is this a gender war? Are we competing? Are we competing? We They outpace. They dominate. Can you see the feminism that they're promoting? And you guys know feminism is failure. This eventually is going to blow up in everybody's face. It's going to lead to bloodshed. All right. Women dominate ownership at the highest rates in southern states, Louisiana, Alabama, South Kakalaki, South Carolina, which typically have cheaper home prices. Again, what did I say? What did I say? They buy in cheaper places. They buy in places where they ain't going to be able to sell and make a profit. All right, I, did, I said they're not buying coastal mansions. They're not buying palatial palaces. They're buying inland. They're buying in the mud. They're buying in, the, they're buying in hurricane zones and tornado alley. Mm. What did I say? <laughs> Again, CGA is on it. Okay, meanwhile, Florida, Delaware, and Maryland 
reported the widest gender gap uh, among single home ownership. It says the Sunshine State has a 4.5% gap, equating to 262,000 more single women owning homes than men. Well, shout out to Orlando, Florida. North Dakota, South Dakota, the sole states where single men own more homes than women. Obviously, it's cold there, are known to be home to job markets saturated with male-dominated professions, such as oil rigging and construction. And so let's go to the comment sections. This is Young Icy. Women are winning. All right, here we go. The men on here are salty as hell. And before y'all respond to me with some foolishness, I own a home with my wife. Okay. And own a mortgage brokerage in Atlanta. So move on. Okay. He, 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 he owns a mortgage brokerage. Obviously, he's cashing in. Here's a woman here. Mama always said, have your own ish in case ish goes left. All right. Congratulations. Somebody says, LOL, who gives a F? When did it become such a competition between men and women? We're supposed to be working together. Looks like we're rivals nowadays. That's actually a great, that's what I'm asking. Why does everything seem to be a competition? All right. And it seems to be uh, when the women start winning, they go, nah, 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 boo, boo. All right. I think this is a guy. I didn't get into a home relationship until I, wait, I didn't get into a home until I got into a serious relationship I didn't see a need to get a house as a single man with no kids. Got a lot of likes. What you'll find is that single men without kids probably don't own a home exclusively as real estate. If they do have the money, they might and they might own real estate, but they might not own a home. Okay. Here's a woman. Y'all got the same 24 hours, so I don't want to hear no excuses. Okay, so this is a this looks like a black woman here, and um, she's saying we winning out here. A lot of women always have your own, ladies. Yes, I love her because she has her own. And then last one, it looks like a woman. I really feel like social media is really pushing the men versus woman agenda, and it's getting old. Let's buy a house together. Let's stay together. And so there's another person that's seeing this. Like, what is this about? Why is the media, why is the social media pushing the narrative of this competition? Oh, more women go to college. Black women make more than men. Uh, more women own more homes than men. And it's constantly a put down when in reality, it ends up being a disaster. Every single one of these situations ends up being a fail more than it is a success. Anyway, what are we doing next? All right, Slim Thug. All right, shout out to Slim Thug. If you don't know who he is, he's a rapper. I don't know if he's trolling. He said some several things like this before. And uh, here is another one of his cases here. I don't have all the evidence of what he said, but there it is right there on his Instagram. If you hear there, Slim Thug says, I got money. He said, just sell it to me. I'm so tired of texting you. (laughs) Oh, man. Shout out to Slim Thug. He says, this is a new trend. Dating coaches are going to be irate here. There's especially in the rap industry. Certainly there's other industries that do this. Rap is the only one that's vocal about it. So what we'll say is rappers are simps. But let me tell you all something. 
he basically said, I'm tipping on faux foes, wrapped in faux vogues, pimping faux hoes. And I'm, yeah, shout out to him. Mm. <laughs> he says, blowing on that endo, GameCube, Nintendo, 5% tent so you can't see up in my window. Shout out to Slim Thug in here. All right, look, he said, just sell it to me. I'm so tired of texting you. <laughs> he said, I got money up in this bad boy. I got money. <laughs> He don't want, he don't, he, he's telling you money, energy, attention, and time. Money, energy, attention, and time. He said, my time is way too valuable. Okay. My, <laughs> he said, my time is way too valuable for y'all. And look, he looking for the celibates. He don't want to buy a bit. My man said, drop that neck. It's barbecue in there. Hey, hey dating coaches, y'all got y'all's work cut out for you, man. This is going a little bit too far. You know what I mean? And you're going to see CGA been ahead of the game. A lot of dudes are looking at women, you know what I mean, in terms of value. And they're like, "What's what are we getting back in terms of ROI? Now, let me just say this. People are like, well, these are just the rappers. It is not just the rappers. These are the ones that are just saying it. These There's a lot of dudes that are going, you know what? There's not much getting returned back. Relationships, there's not much. What am I getting back? Not only that, when you got divorce and all of these things happening here, Guys are just going, he said, dating roaches. Guys would just be like, look, man, Slim Thug. Now, let me see what the comment section is doing here. Slim Thug here. Uh-oh. Dating coaches. Uh, what I think is this. Dating coaches are going to have a comeback. It's not going to be in the next 25 years. Um, but because, because dating coaches are going to, the, the ones that are still alive now, y'all done. Y'all done, right? But dating coaches will make a comeback because we'll need them. We'll need them. But as of now, look at all the look at all the support. <laughs> he said it's the first of the month, and I know last month was a slow month. Uh oh, wait a minute, Slim. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Slim Doug, Slim. But look at the, look at the comment section though. Look at what's happening here. There's women that are monetizing themselves, and ladies, they're undercutting you. If you're looking for a husband, women are undercutting you. And you're like, well, I don't care. I don't want them in anyway. It's it's going to be tough for you. All right, bro, you got laughing. He says, the older I get, the more I understand why. Uh-oh. The older I get, the, the listen, ladies are like, I'm 30, you're 30, I'm 40, you're 40, I'm 50, you're 50. But as men get older, they're like, look, I can get this without all the yapping. <laughs> you play too much for me. Have a blessed night. All right, message to the plug. All right, maybe a message to the plug. He says, right, ain't nobody got time for that. Sugar Daddy Slim. This woman says, can I text you, boo? She said. Your rent's due, motherfucker. She said. I'm in a bind, Nate. All right, so look at what you got here. The, the mindset of men and women are changing. And I think the mindset is stemming from the availability and the change in the market. It's still a little bit on the low. But it's expanding and expanding and expanding. And a lot of guys that still, you know what's funny? There's a guy that, there's guys that still think that, uh, they're, like their whole validation, their whole meaning is their ability to get women. That's going to be a problem going forward because the other people are like, that doesn't mean shit to me, right? <laughs> All right, Slim Thug, shout out to you. Uh, if you watch the channel, appreciate you for being here. Shout out to the 713 in Houston. And shout out to the sip, tipping on four foes. Wrapped in four votes, Slim Thug, this is going to be you in the future. Here comes the bankroll. 
This is what make it all happen right there. That's what make it happen. This is what make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth, I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. <laughs> damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12-gauge double bass shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? Go who? You go don't want to be committed. <laughs> I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs. Indeed. All right. Shout out to you. And look, you have to ask yourself, what came first? Women monetizing themselves for what? Uh, women's empowerment or dudes saying, I got money. And I will tell you. The monetized woman came first. All right. They were the ones that said, you know what? We could go get our own money and, and we could go do what we want. We could set, we could do what we want. We could be empowered. And then as a guy, uh, many guys have adjusted. Shout out to them. We got Moose Hefner. He says, uh, what you said the other day about women using social media as a diary was golden. That was the perfect analogy. Indeed, it is. Social media is the modern diary for a lot of generations of women right um and uh it's a modern day therapist they do not think before they speak in many cases this is why sometimes you can have a discussion with them and it's going all over the place and then they'll pull the red herring when they when they want to bail out <laughs> hey listen i just understand people this is not about men and women but i understand how to talk to women i've worked with women all my life i have female relatives you guys know the story roommates i've been married Women don't think before they speak. Like, they'll be thinking of the problem all day, but they don't put together like, okay, I'm going to say this, say this, say this, and then put it in a concise five-minute conversation, get to the point, and skedaddle. No, it's going to be a bunch of, okay, I feel like, and then they're just going to go around in the circle. You're going to respond, and then when you respond, they'll pull that out, and that'll be the subject now. All right, this is how you talk to women. Okay, so you're talking, and then you say, you say something, you say, so you're saying, and now you done took the argument away over here on some shit because the conversation wasn't working for her. Now she got to debate your ass on this. And you're just like, the hell are we talking about? Now y'all arguing about something that wasn't even the point. Mm. All right, but that's what it is. <laughs> All right, anyway. All right, so shout out to the ladies. I'm just telling you it's a weakness of you guys. You need to work on it. All right, what are we here? No government name says, what's up, coach? I found your channel while on sabbatical in South America. I quit my job in July due to poor management, and I had to get away for a bit. Been in South America for seven months. Now I'm about to start my new job in Belgium. I love it, making 165K. He says, which is a jump from what I made before. Here's a small token of my appreciation for what? You do. Once I start my job and get settled, I will support more. Congratulations. I'm glad guys are thinking outside of the box. American men, especially black American men, need to start thinking outside of the box. Uh, we need to start moving again. He's doing the point. I'm going to move to the opportunities. I encourage it. It's not for every man. But if you're a guy who's stuck in your zone, I said this about dudes in these Midwestern towns. You think it's going to come to you? You think it's going to come to you where you are in Indianapolis and in Milwaukee and somewhere in Birmingham. It's not coming to you. You got to be able to get up and move and move before you cannot move, meaning move before you get married, move before you have children, move to the opportunities before you buy a house. 
This is why I don't encourage those things when you're young. All right, because they often then keep you in those places. And then when the opportunities aren't there, you're saying the opportunities aren't there. Get after it. All right, shout out to that brother, man. Congratulations. And Belgium, I do know a lot of people from Belgium. I mean, a lot of people, I don't know a lot of people in Belgium, but I do have a lot of people from Belgium in my life. And these are always good people. All right. Success is certain, says a lot of um, states have grants and credits for home buying. Like here in Maryland, especially Section 8 for home buying, most of the black women I know who uh, own utilize these programs. So great point again on that, not belittling them. But yes, a lot of them are buying potentially, potentially homes in certain areas close to basic, you know, close to bad areas that are close to Section 8. And again, when we talk about resale, what's the likelihood that they're going to resell? And then also, also these programs do have uh, grants and loans, but they still are going to get hemmed up if they don't know what they're doing, man. I like that. Thank you for that uh, bit of information. Kevin W. All right. Says, I am sure the woman in home ownership article have their house as their only investment. Yes, that's why I warn you against as well. So it's a nice thing to have it. But what other investments do you have? And it's probably the only one. Can you get by? it? Yes. It can be fine, but, you know, if that's your only investment, I don't know. Uh, homes are a liability. You cannot argue me any different, <laughs> differently. And also, as a person that's worked in the industry, you're going to have to rehab that home or do some remodeling in the future, or you're going to drive down the price when you want to resell. So these are all things I want you to consider before you buy a house. If you buy a house, figure out how long you're going to li live in a house. Think about it. Think about any unforeseen hidden fees, costs related to the home ownership. You might get in there and say, I want to put in wood floors. And then all of a sudden you put in wood floors, you dig up the, you dig up the carpet, you pull up the, the, the floor that lies there, and you realize the structure is all effed up. Now you got to get into there and fix the structure and the, in, in all of the, uh, and all of the things associated with that to put the wood floors that you want a lot. That happens all the time to homeowners. And then they get confused. What? Oh, that's an extra 25 grand. Oh, man, it gets bad. And not only that, if you keep the home for a certain period of time, just realize all houses, uh, how they're how they're made is uh, they get outdated pretty quick. Quickly, I should say they, they get outdated pretty quickly, like in current times, open floor plans are popular. Uh, probably in, in older times, uh, sectioned off home uh, section off floor plans were common where the dining room section off from the kitchen. And the, the uh, bedrooms are sectioned off, uh, the TV room sectioned off from the kitchen and the dining room. They were all separate sections. Today, you couldn't really do that. You want everything in one room. You want to be able to be in the kitchen and be seeing the living room and the dining room, right? With that being said, if you purchase a house that is sectioned off and open floor plans are common and you go to sell it, well, people that come into the house, they're going to be like, they're going to feel like they're trapped. They're going to feel like a mouse trap. <laughs> They're going to walk in every room. They got to walk in and out of a door and they're going to be like, okay, it's going to cost me X amount of dollars to open this floor plan out the open concept guys. At, at that point, your property value decreases because it's out of date. Right? So you got to realize that it, there's a lot that goes into home ownership that people don't think owning a home is cool, but a lot of people just screw themselves on it. And if you don't remodel uh, any points for, you know, a 10, 15 year period, if you don't remodel, forget about it. You don't change them cabinets. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, man, you don't you don't you don't upgrade the bathroom into a pedestal sink. I mean, that shit could matter uh, uh, a great deal anyway. Yeah, you don't have open. You don't have windows. Your, your room is dark. Your ceilings are low, low ceilings. You got eight foot ceilings. You got eight foot ceilings. <laughs> shit. You selling that? I don't think so. Mm. Popcorn on the damn ceilings. Mm -mm. Most people want to walk in. They want to see 12, 13, 15 foot ceiling. Or it's crazy. All right, anyway. Oh, I could be a house flipper, man, for sure. I got the juice. Warhammer 304s never had me. The NWO that had me. The MWO that have, I don't know what that means, but what do we new, 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 new world order. All right, shout out to MC Hanser says, normies get 100K jobs, then buy a new car. Uh-oh. Mm. <laughs> Uh-oh. MC Hamster lived in San Diego for two years. It's a mirage. Yes, it is, man. San Diego, California. San Diego. Shout out to everybody in San Diego. I love when people used to come to... um I love when people used to come to California and be like, oh, man, they see their first celebrity. Oh, man, they go to Hollywood. They'd be like, I'm going to go down to Hollywood. I'd be like, oh, boy. It's going to be a mess for them. People in California are pretending. But it's nice to live there. Let me just tell you that. I, in my mind, I always said, you need a quarter of a million dollars a year. Now. Can you live off less? Yes. But if you wanted to really experience Southern California, for Southern California, you need a quarter of a million dollars a year. Who think I'm lying? Who think I'm lying? Who thinks I'm lying? Because look, them ninjas be out there living in Riverside. <laughs> There's people that moved to California. And then they get pushed out to Palmdale, Lancaster, Riverside, San Bernardino. Living with roommates in Long Beach. Living in Inglewood, getting rent pushed out because they pushing in a football and basketball stadium. And you think, oh, I can live like this. What you're living like. I'm going to tell you what you're living like. What you live like in Southern California, living off of that. You basically don't have no fun. You looking for where they have free. Yeah, Fontucky. They living in Fontana, war zones. Buying houses that on that side of Huntington Beach. And then what you end up doing, yeah, Corona, you end up living. You end up not doing anything. You end up saying, okay, how can I basically cheapskate my way through fun? So you're not actually taking it. What you're doing is you go from your house to your job, wait a minute, you go from your house to your car, sit in traffic, go to your job, come back, sit in traffic, go back to your house where you share your house with either three relatives and a roommates. And then you go, how can I have fun on a budget? Which you can do. You'll try to look for free shit to do. Concerts in the park. And then you end up sitting in traffic, paying gas, going to your little concert at the park in front of the city civic center. But they start selling you popcorn, snacks. They start having the food truck come up, $30 on the food for tacos, for the little cool cultural tacos. 
Okay, because they're going to line up food trucks. Come to the free concert in the park. They're going to have all kind of shit. Your kid's going to want cotton candy. All of a sudden, you didn't spend 50, 60, 90 dollars for the free concert in the park. Beers, oranges, uh, Rosalinda selling flowers on the side of the. Sh <laughs> but it's free, coach. I'm getting it for free. It's a free concert in the park. Ninja ain't nothing free. Ain't nothing free. You know what I mean? Starbucks got a little place. You're going to get a latte, mocha, chaka, laka, kaka, 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 kaka. All right. French cappuccino, frappuccino. You're going to get all of that shit. You didn't spend $100. <laughs> now, what happened to the free entertainment, bro? There's no free. Nothing. Dude, do not go to Southern California with that mindset. You're going to get hustle and swindle. And then you go back and you broke and you like, shit. For $100, I could have had at least 400 section seats at the Lakers game. I could have at least saw some shit that I wanted to do. I thought I was going there for free. Oh, oh, and you paid for parking too, yeah. Oh, you paid for parking. Come to the free concert. Parking, you don't park 5011 blocks to the free parking. Walk your ass with your whole damn little blanket and your little free shit that you walk down there. You walk way too far. Bruh, y'all be getting finessed. And then you come back broke. You come back and spend $150. You went bowling. You went bowling. Bowling seems like a cheap thing to do. That's what people do in Southern California. They go there. Oh, well, I'll do bowling. That seems cheap. And then you play two games of bowling and buy the damn nachos and the damn chicken tenders, 150 bucks. All to look at the fattest, ugliest women in Fontana in Riverside. <laughs> Did you get a parking ticket? Yep. Then just make them on. And then the bowling alleys in a shopping mall strip. So you then went to the bowling alley. Now you see the damn, oh, look at there's a shopping mall. Done. They got y'all figured out. So let me tell y'all something, man. Southern California is not what people could have it cracked up to be. They're there. But don't mean you're enjoying Southern California. Are you there living it? Are you doing what? Can you do what you want to do? No. When you're there, you got to think, oh, damn, all right. Uh, you live in Orange County. I'm going to go to the Hollywood Bowl. Somebody's performing there. It's a two-hour drive. <clears throat> to go 35 miles, you're going to sit an hour in traffic. Then when you get there, you got to buy the wine. You got to buy all the shit because you can't bring it in there. The tickets are 250 400 bucks. Man, please, bro. Please. You're going to, they're going to run your pockets. That's the same thing, San Diego. They're going to run your pockets, man. Uh, they, they already know. Everybody's got to make a living out there. So, anyway, let me get back to this the Ontario Mills Mall. Water for 20 bucks. Dude, they're going to run your pockets. They don't think you're going out there to figure out how to live cheaply in Southern California. Stop with the bullshit. And there's a lot of people out there in Southern California faking it like a mother sucker. You need to have, in order to enjoy Southern California for what it is, you need $250,000 a year. You can't argue me down. Can't argue me down. Or you're living in Clanaheim. You're living somewhere in Bellflower with your mama, your tío, your tía, your abuela, your abuela. And there are six cars in the damn carport. There are six cars in the carport. And you got to ask your cousin, Hector to move his car, 
his Chevy Impala 6.4 on tipping on four. You got to ask him to move the Chevy Impala so you can back your car out. <laughs> so you can back your car out. She anyway. Where we at? <laughs> anyway. And then when you, oh, one more thing. Sorry, I, I'm going off here. One more thing. If you live in an apartment complex in Southern California, you know this all well. If you do not have assigned parking, if you do not have assigned parking, one of the finesses that they get you on is that when you leave your apartment complex, guess what happens? You know if you leave that, that evening, you ain't going to get no parking spot when you come back. So you go, oh, shit, it's 6 o'clock. You know if you leave and come back at 1130, you ain't going to get no parking spot. So now you got to park on the street where they might tow your shit, right? And so what do you do? You go, oh, damn, okay, I'll stay, I'll stay home because I ain't going to get no parking spot when I come back. Mm. Spot gone. Now you don't park four or five blocks and got to walk back in in a war zone territory with a whole bunch of gangsters outside shooting you, drive by shooting your ass. <laughs> all right anyway man shout out to everybody yep you pocket three blocks away in your own place somebody said catch that uber yeah or you got to pay uber you got to pay uber and uh as soon as you pull up uber as soon as you pull up uber they be like this is the peak driving seat this is the peak driving hours so everything is four times the rate you're like oh it'd be 20 bucks now it's 80 bucks to go down the street and around the corner 80 bucks because it's peak driving hours at six o'clock. Who thinks I, bruh? <laughs> yep, $200 just to go down uh, surge prices. Oh, it's surge prices. Peak driving time. You want to ride. Dude, you, you, pull up the, you pull up the Uber app. You have to book four rides because three of them cancel on your ass. They're like, oh, how far are you going? You ain't going far enough. You're just going down the street and around the corner so you don't lose your parking spot. Three of them cancel on your ass. Now you're waiting for the fourth one. Please come pick me up. Mm. Dude, you guys think you're getting over by being cheapskates or trying to just really just live on the edge? And then inflation hits. All of these things work against you. It's a mouse mindset. And you think you're getting over it and you're not. You're actually making it worse for yourself every single day. Uh, anyway. Same thing with New York City. Same thing with Miami. These are the same things. Uh, you go, you live in New York City. It'll cost you $2,000 to park your car per month. Tell me I'm lying. They'll cost you $1,000, to park your car in your little apartment, you, which is uh, 400 square feet. You're paying $1,900 a month. Then you park your car. That's another $2,000. Tell me I'm lying. Now that's $4,000. <laughs> to park your car two grand. Shit. Or they told your shit, it's Tuesday, trash person comes, the street sweeper comes, and every morning you got to wake up and beat the street sweeper or the parking ticket person so your shit don't get towed the hell away. Mm. Man, you need to be making 250 grand to be living peaceful in the many of these places. I am not kidding you. It is real life out here. All right. Anyway, shout out to everybody here. The dictator says shout out to my public pretender. She did everything she could, but I still lost. Well, <laughs> mm. damn. Damn. 
Albert Wesker says most of these ex-exes homeowners get it in their divorce. That's interesting, too. Interesting concept there. Yeah, maybe they didn't buy it. All right, Dark Mind says the new, the, the you know who. New, 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 new world Next order. step is to separate the children from the parents. Both will pay child support for government child care. That's actually an interesting, very dark mindset there. Uh, but uh, I can see that happening. It might not be in our lifetime, but maybe when I'm older, maybe. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, give them a little bit of freedom. This is why people think the age of consent will be raised. It ain't never going to be. They're going to lower that shit. They're going to lower it. They're going to let kids run free. Emancipate from your parents. This is going to be the next movement. JC says, Coach, don't forget to mention how getting pregnant can affect those single house uh, homeowner women. Yeah, so if they do get pregnant, yes, that's going to be bad news. Doxy Trash says, hold up. What did you say? Frankie Mooney, Mooney's, Mooney's from the sitcom Malcolm in the Middle purchased parking lots in downtown L.A., specifically around the Staples Centers in the early 2000s. I hope rappers are doing this in Atlanta. I want you to listen. All right. I want you to listen for sure. All right. Um, th That is a plan. I was actually thinking of parking lots. Somebody said false. I live in a luxury high rise in New York City in Manhattan parking in my building is 250 a month. OK. Congratulations. You know, I mean, I'm sure some other people can prove that otherwise, but um, you got a good you got a good one. You got a good one. Guys, I know parking. I can show you. I, hold on for a second. You want me to show you as a I can counter that really quickly. I can counter that very, very fairly quickly. All right. But he's got a good situation. Congratulations. Only 20. 20 <laughs> how much is the rent? How much is the rent, though? Somebody asked you, how much is the rent? Go ahead and let them know. How much are you renting that luxury apartment in Manhattan? High rise. Here we go. How much is your, how much is your rent? <laughs> it's in a, hey, it's in the rent. It's packed into the rent. I got swimming pool, movie stars. <laughs> yeah. How much, how much is the rent though? Here we go right here. Let's wait for him. That's not true. Mine is only two fifty. How much is the rent? <laughs> where, where, did he did he answer it? Did he answer it? Sixteen k. Where did he go? I don't even remember where the guy is. What is it? Where did he go? Is he here? You got to identify yourself. It's moving too fast. Oh, he said three k. All right, three k. Three thousand dollars. Three. How many bedrooms? How many bedrooms for three thousand a month? He's got a good deal. How how, how many bedrooms? I'm just asking. I'm, I'm just curious. One bedroom. How many square feet? How many square feet is your luxury apartment? One bedroom. I can't see. Is the this thing's moving too fast? Oh, it's a studio. <laughs> it's a studio apartment. Oh, shit. That was big as it. He pays three grand for 500 square feet, only 250 in parking. Let's give him a win. Hey, you won, man. You proved me wrong. You proved me wrong. Congratulations. Let's give him a round of applause, too, man. Shout out to his studio apartment, 500 square feet, $250 in parking, $3,000 a month in Midtown Manhattan. <laughs> do you have any rats or roaches while we're at it jesus 
He proved me wrong once again. Every now and then I'm wrong. All right, let me see here. So, uh, yeah, buy parking lots near sports arenas. Indeed, still Z says the educated ones tend to be followers and don't pay attention to things like interest rates. He says that's where the underwater mortgages come from, as well as foreclosures. So eventually they'll be underwater pretty quickly. Christopher Zinn, don't let them fool you, brothers. There's plenty of professional musicians at a strata that simp like you wouldn't believe, especially the drummers. <laughs> especially the drummers, indeed. All right, Rob Marine says, CGA, since you doing Slim Thug, what about the flip a dip with the whip sticky with the frilly dip Migos rap? That is just hilarious. All right, thank you, man. Daniel McGee, I'll be living the free agent lifestyle soon. Thanks, coach. Peace, quiet, and freedom. Yob, hobbies, gym, travel, peace, leave on the side. No dead weight. We winning. But two says, hey, CGA, I believe after you hit a certain price point on the dark side, the enthusiasm and hygiene tends to be superior than the normal long-term relationship person. You're absolutely right. One of the things that guys have to understand here about long-term relationship women, especially women on Tinder, I've noticed this. Many of these women are very, they're unsanitary and they, they throw their body around like crazy. All right. But on the other side, they're a little more careful about what they're doing. They're careful. They'll make sure you're doing certain things. They'll make sure protection. They won't just swap spit. They won't just jump on your meat. They, they'll be like, make sure this, make sure that. When you go over to Tinder and Bumble, these women open up their damn legs, let you jump in, Rosky. It is weird. They don't ask no questions. They don't, they'll do this and jump right on their knees, start doing this. And you guys think, yeah, it's cool. But y'all definitely, to be, to be honest, these people are doing this with a lot of people. They're doing it with a lot of people. They're nasty with a lot of people, guys. You ain't the only one they're doing this with. With that being said, it is cool, but over time, you guys are kissing on these girls. You guys are getting into a relationship with these girls. And they've been on Tinder, on and off Bumble, on and off plenty of funky fish for years. They've been on and off plenty of fish for five, ten, sometimes two, three, four years. Have you guys seen that? You'll jump on a dating app. You'll jump off the app. Six months later, you'll come back in the same people on that app. Same people. You'll see some of the same people. Oh, damn, I matched with her before. Oh, I hooked up with her before. And they did the same nasty shit to you. Now, let me tell you something. They didn't just do it to you. They did it to a lot of dudes. If they're on dating apps, oh, I'm, I'm not a hookup. I'm not looking for a hookup. I'm not those type of girls. If you're looking for a hookup, swipe right, swipe left, whatever you do. And uh, if you're looking for that, I'm not that type of girl. But you've been on, bro, stop. They be doing nasty, unprotected shit on these dating apps. And if you don't believe me, Super Gonorrhea is running wild like Hulkamania right now. And it is not from pay for play. You might think it's from pay for play. A lot of it comes from y'all nasty Free sex getting skeezers. It is crazy. So you guys got to be be very, if a, if a woman you meet on a dating app does some nasty shit with you and she'd be like, put it in there, put the banana in the tailpipe, 
put it through here, jump in Roski, and she starts slobbing on you, spitting. Guys, she does that with a lot of people. You didn't win. You basically sharing partners at this point. Yeah, normies. This is normie behavior. Chicks that go do pay for play do not come up pregnant. They the likelihood that they'll come up pregnant is minimum. Why? They have an incentive to be healthy. They have an incentive to not be pregnant. Why? That's their business. That's their business model. They don't want to be pregnant. If she on OnlyFans, she don't want to be pregnant. She wants to be on OnlyFans. But when you go to normie chicks and you go to dating and take them out in, in relationship, they don't mind getting pregnant. They don't mind the STD because it doesn't embarrass them. It doesn't stop them from what they're doing. Okay. <laughs> you guys got to watch out. So I look at dating app women and I'll be like, this is the lowest of the low. This is the lowest of the low. Him says pops. He says, pop says, son, you will never understand a woman. That's because he was trying to love as well. I understand XX is only now. Thanks to coach free agent lifestyle is the way. All right. Shout out to you. Yes. I choose one path. I chose the path of understanding. I got to the Lord. I said, Lord, I want to understand women. He said, is this what you want? I said, yes. He says, if I give you this understanding, you'll never love another one again. And I said, really? If I understand women, I'll never love them again. I'll never be in love with one. He says, yes. If you want the power of understanding women, you'll forever lose love for them. And I said, well, if you put it that way, I'll take understanding. He says, done. And he gave he gave the notorious one the power of understanding. Until this day, I'll never love another one again. Mm. <laughs> All right. And when I say love women, I'm talking about in the romantic sense. I'm not talking about my mother, my daughter. We're not talking about that. And if I don't know how you got to that conclusion. We're talking about the eros. The erotic love, the myth, the mystical, the mystery of romance, pursuit, chase. That's what we're talking about. How did you in the world get to my daughter or my mother? Come on, man. That is not that is not the love we're talking about. Let's get back to the show. We're talking about simping and gumping. All right, here we go right here. We got kink. Speaking of simping and gumping. Speaking of simping and gumping, it looks like. It looks like uh, fighting for your children is uh, what you're going to do the rest of your life. And it doesn't just mean your daughter. It could mean your son. Allegedly, allegedly, King Charles III reportedly plans a $50 million divorce deal with Meghan Markle to stop Prince Harry from throwing his life away. Hello. <laughs> If you don't fight for your kids, you're a coward. And guys, your kid is a full-grown adult, and you still got to throw money at the skeezers to, lit, to keep your son. I guarantee you, Meghan Markle's looking at that deal like, I'll take that. This is going to be where the divorce of Meghan Markle and Prince Harry originates from. King Charles III is saying, I'll give my son $50 million to get the hell away. Shout out to him. This is the blue chip mindset, if you will. He realizes the power that this woman has over his son, and he's embarrassing himself 
and he has no way out. New, 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 new world order. He has, he's the, that's the original NWO. He has no way out. The only way out is to pay. So you can tell he really loves his son and his legacy. This is what happens with a lot of men in divorce. They have to pay and repay ransoms to the mother of their children just to protect them from the mother of their children, not even the world. We have to protect them from the mother of their children. So we have to pay and pay and pay. And that is the cost of saving your children today. Not from gang banging, not from drug dealing, in which single mothers tend to lead their children in. You have to save them from the single mother themselves, from the divorcee. Anyway, you got to save them from the skeezers that target and marrying them. A royal insider claims, allegedly, King Charles III could soon offer Meghan Markle a $50 million divorce settlement as he blames her for Prince Harry's bombshell allegation on the royal family and is willing to do anything to save his son. Shout out to the new, 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 new world order. My man is trapped in that warm embrace. Yeah, he's paying Meghan Markle. My warm embrace. He's paying Meghan. And I yeah. make it last forever, yes, baby. I catch a glimpse of heaven when you let me wrap you in. All right, shout out to King's Charles right here. He's offering Meghan Markle a hefty $50 million divorce settlement. <laughs> God dang, she about to get her bag. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> All right, yeah, the, the bombshell comes after Harry launched a series of attacks on the royal family in his latest memoir, Spare which was ultimately fracturing the monarchy, according to a high-level person who cited in the Boston Magazine, Charles blames Meghan for initiating Harry's, uh, initiating Harry's damaging allegations against the royal family, the British royal family. Charles is reporting willing to do anything to save the Duke of Sussex. Well, she's the Duch Duchess of Sussex, as far as I know. From throwing his life away as Harry's memoir sends shockwaves around the globe. All right. The person says the courier claims that Charles is willing to forgive Harry for the horrifying details and damages that he's inflicted on the royal family in the last three years. The monarch believes that Harry is so besotted by Meghan that he can't see he's headed for disaster and must get out now. Oh my Lord. My man is like, him, he's like, get out. He's like, wait a minute. Who are Now you? check this out. They've only been together for three years, gentlemen. In three short years, he's terminated himself and the family's like, you gotta get this dude out. All right. And then as soon as they get their damn dirty ass claws back on Harry, it's a Rapsky. They'll get him back in indoctrination over there as well. He also believes the amount of money will appeal to Megan because she's greedy and it will set her up for the rest of her life. Got to get my bag and run. Well, we'll see. We'll see what it's about, because I don't think if she divorced Harry without the settlement, he wouldn't she wouldn't get 50 million. Right. But in this situation, we'll see what it was about if she takes the deal. Okay, the generous buyout is said to include child support for Harry. Wait. Oh, child support for Harry and Meghan's two children. And uh, while the former actress would be allowed to keep her duchess title. Damn. Hey, man, you talk about a business relationship. The controversial plan comes after the Duke unveiled a series of wild claims in his memoir about the royal family, including how his father once told him he did not have enough money to financially support Meghan. 
According to the Duke, Charles said he all he was already having to pay a lot for him. Okay. His older brother, Prince, and his wife, Kate Middleton. All right. Pod didn't financially support Willie and me and our families out of uh, any league large ease. I don't know what they talking about. Large S. It says right here, that was his job. That was the whole deal. All right. I don't care about none of this shit. All right. It's uh, Harry said he soon realized his father was not concerned about money and suggested he was jealous of Megan's growing popularity. Hold up. So that they're saying the king was the king was jealous of Megan's growing popularity. Hi, yi, yi. All right. So anyway, as you can see, there, I'm not reading all of this shit because I don't care about them. All right. But it looks like this guy right here, if you see him here. New, 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 new world order. Does anybody have any gray poupon? It's a bad deal. All right, let's get to the next little story here. Um, Here's a young woman here. We're going to find out. Is this part of the story? Hell, we'll play it. Who cares? Wait a minute. Pop this up on the screen. Come on, man. My tabs is tripping. All right, what about this young woman here? This woman says, what age is the perfect age for her? All right, we're talking about this. We're talking about height, looks, age, all of this shit. And we got a thick Kaylee. She would be for a Kaylee in the Pog situation. But since I like long hair, I'll give her a pass. Here we go. What's the oldest guy you go for? So I'm 24. I would maybe go for. I'll be honest with yourself. <laughs> 57. 57. My boyfriend's younger than me, though. He's 22, but. <laughs> Fifty-seven-year-old. Oh, still shocked. Fifty-seven. Oh, yeah. Fifty-seven. Settled house, like sophisticated little gray fox. So, what's the oldest? Well, gentlemen, I've been telling you, man, these holes for sale. You know, I got money. Them young girls don't want you. Them young girls don't want you guys. If you really knew what was up, guys, it is not over, guys. If you're a twenty-eight-year-old guy and you're struggling out here. It is not over. You can get some of these leftover women. You can get some pogs. You can go to the junior college. You can get them. Don't think you're getting a virgin. No, there's no virgins out here. But guys, this is going around. And check this out, man. 57 sounds quite familiar. Let's see if this is common of other women. What's the oldest guy that you would date? Without money? 31. With money? 57. There it is. 57 again. So as you can see, there's a lot of groupthink here. For some reason, 57 for well, white women, ran through white women, seem to be a common age as to where they draw the line as to where they would deal with you. <laughs> 57, guys. So you can get some of these women, uh, guys. And back in the day, this was probably not possible or it was kept on the low. Today, it's like open game for you. Status, stability, house, showing that you have some sort of economic prowess. Yes, transactional. Relationships or transactional is the going rate. They're all they're all selling themselves in some form of fashion. And if you think that they're not all doing it, just separate the ones that are not, and you're still in the game. Just don't knock any of these skeezers up. All right, let's go to the next one, and then we'll go back to the PayPal's and all of this stuff. This is this is the repercussion of these videos. And we'll play a little bit of this video here. Let me see here. Uh, the repercussion of women, for some reason, why are people recording themselves in the gym? 
I do not get this. I mean, I get it recording a set or two, but these people are sitting here, obviously, for their marketing purposes, recording themselves in skippy outfits. And what they're doing is they're they're finding parts of their video where a guy looks at them. All right. We saw this with the one video and the woman apologized. But this is another video and they're doing this a lot. So they'll set up their camera in a working area. They'll take all day because they got to manage the camera. They'll do their workout so that a lot of strangers can um, uh, either monetize them, donate to them, or all out objectify them. But God forbid one guy comes into the camera angle. They're going to go back to their editing and clip that part out and put it on their damn social media. Now, we're going to show the repercussions of this because women don't think long term. But let me show you an example of this again. Here we go right here. It says right here. Watch this guy try to move to me at the gym. First of all, what about the thousands of people that are watching your ass right now? All right. Does that matter? But we're just going to shame men for uh, cold approaching you. And even the cold approaches are not that even that aggressive. All right, let's continue. Watch this guy try move to me at the gym. Checks absolutely nothing on his phone Looks over at me being busy sorting my wrist straps. These fucking straps taking up too much time. Makes a swift return. Sad lift. So shout out to Joey Swole here uh, on the Joey Swole. If you guys want to watch him, he posts a lot of gym etiquette things. Women like gym etiquette. I think they should be thrown out of the gym recording like this. They should be thrown out. Okay. If men were walking around recording themselves and doing this and posting, look at this fine ass chick walk past my video and then like they would get thrown out. They would get reported. So I think women should get thrown out. Now, just going back to the video. For some reason in their mind, a little interaction like that is enough to embarrass a man publicly. A little interaction like that is enough. Enough. Now, if this was his game, that's the game he ran. But uh, let's let's break. Watch this guy. Try move to me at the gym. Try move to me at the gym. What are you talking about? OK, first of all, checks absolutely nothing on his phone. OK, so he checks nothing on the phone. He looks at your butt. Okay, that's what he's supposed to do as a male. What is he checking? Absolutely nothing. Not only that, here's the thing. She's got her booty in the camera. So that millions of people, thousands of people can do exactly what he's doing in public. What? I'm confused as what the problem is. The problem is she can't make no money on this fool. She makes more money by saying she's getting attention. But from one dude is mind boggling. He checked his time, poor guy. And now what's happening here is then she says he comes back quickly. What do you mean comes back quickly? He's not in the picture. He's actually looking at your butt off camera. He did not come back quickly. Where? Where did he come back quickly? He's still not in the frame. Makes a swift return. What happened? What is in their mind, man? <laughs> I, she means approach her. I get it, but he did not swiftly return. He was out of the camera angle for a, a considerable amount of time. Okay. And then he asked her, are you using a machine behind you? Okay. That could be corny. He might've used that as a pickup line. 
What's the problem with that? Number one. Number two, he could be asking, really, are you using the equipment behind you? He might not know. He doesn't look like a guy that's around the gym very much. Why are we doing this? Why does he need to be embarrassed for this? Why does he need to be ashamed? Because it gets them attention, right? Why does she need to publicly disgrace him like this? For doing that, he's not doing anything wrong here. But what the women are saying, these guys bother us. But they're doing this, recording themselves, putting it on the internet, and they're getting gym followers or they're getting simps to follow them and donate to their only it's getting out of control it's getting out of control so this is an innocent interaction in my point i think he's foolish for cold approaching in the gym i think it's dead okay and the game guy's gonna say well he didn't have enough game no he tried a little bit of some shit he first of all is not in a position to be doing nothing with that haircut i'm gonna shame him now and that damn scrawny ass body and them damn chicken legs. He needs to work on his body first. That's what he needs to do. Yeah, I know. He wasn't even cold approaching. I get it. He he was not barely cold approaching. If he was, it was a poor attempt. But I wouldn't even call that a cold approach. What he did, I wouldn't even call that an attempt. But in her mind, she's framing it as an attempt. Okay. All right, but here's what's happening there. This is what's happening. You guys are going to see there's always a repercussion. And women are going to figure this out. This is just a prime example. Somebody's going to say this is only one example. Exactly. The video where that guy approached is only one example. But we got more examples of this stuff happening. Here we got another woman recording herself. We got another woman recording herself. What is this trend I don't get it. Now, I get it because you're monetizing yourself, and it's always the butt. It's always the legs. Always ass in the screen. We Here we go again. Here we go. I'm going to turn the volume down because of the uh, music in the background. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So now we have what we call muscle fatigue. She worked herself to failure, which is good. But if you have that much weight, I would definitely have a spotter. You definitely need spotters in the gym. But now she's in trouble. Uh-oh. It's time to bail out. Now she would she would be wishing a man was looking at her now. But for some reason, men aren't looking at you no more. You don't want men to look at you. You don't want men to help you. You don't win. You don't want men to cold approach you at the gym. Now you're in trouble. Now you wish a man was looking at you down there. Yeah, yeah. You wish you could have a man looking your way now. Uh-oh. Excuse me. Excuse me, sir. I'm a woman here. Help me out. I'm a woman. Hear me roar. Excuse me. Uh-oh. Excuse me. Help me. Uh-oh. Where's all the men? Where's all the men helping now? Oh, they're not looking at you broads no more because they, they know you recording. Because if I look over there, you're going to put me on the Internet. So, uh, excuse me, sir. Nope. Nah, bitch. Nah, we ain't helping you out, you bitch. You just want me to get on camera, huh? Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Help me. Where the men looking now? They ain't looking. Yeah, she could have dropped it. She could bail out. Uh-oh, ain't nobody coming to save her. Where they at? Uh, excuse me. Oh, my goodness. Help. Help. 
this is what happens. Now nah, you ain't gonna get oh they went and put they set up. The dude next to her went and did another set. Look, I think this is a dude. Let me see if I can see it. Is that a guy? That looks like a woman, though. I can't really tell. All right, but nobody looking at your ass. <laughs> like, Wait a minute. Who are you? Could, you? could you help me? Could you help me, please? Uh, uh, there's nobody that will help a woman. Why don't men help women when they need help? Why don't men help women when they need help? Well, nobody helping your ass. I don't want to be on your damn internet. Look, she's still down there. Hey. She said, hey, help. Now the girl got to stop. Oh, she's looking over here. I think this is the girl that comes to help. Nope, she didn't come to help yet. No. Nope. No, she like. Hey, you think uh you think you can help me out? Uh nope. Now, when men don't help out, now when men don't help out, they're the bad guy. Well, you saw the woman's in danger help out. Nope. Now I can't say that's the best way to do it, but it's the safest way to do it. Don't help. All that shit talk about, you know, men are perverts and men are feral and men are always looking at you when your ass needs some help. There's always an adjustment by the man. Nope, we ain't helping. Nope. So the thicker pog had to come over and help her. The redhead. Oh, there we go. Okay. Yep. And I agree. Only women should help. Only women should help. That's my that's my thing. All right. That's my thing right there. So these are the repercussions of doing this. A lot of guys, you want to be in the gym? You want to be doing this shit? Go ahead. But uh, now, guys, and I showed another video of guys. It was a skit, but the two guys saw the woman struggling, and they were like, I got a girlfriend. I don't want to be a creep. Well, let's just leave her. All right, shout out to the Mastodon that came to the rescue. All right, PayPal love, Venmo love, Cash App love. Thank you, man, for being patient over there. People saying they donate and then ain't getting no response. That's impossible. We got two more subject matters coming up. My man, who is this in here? Shout out to Devoni. We'll call you. He says, buy a property in the Dominican Republic with 50K bank loan to rent out. I don't know, man. I don't know much about the Dominican Republic, to be honest, in terms of real estate. I've been there. I haven't been to every area, so I I really couldn't tell you. All right. I really couldn't tell you. I know um, you do have to, you know, the, I, I, you know, you better know the local gangs around there or if there's any sort of gang operations that talk about ownership in those areas. You know what I mean? Like, I think about buying property in Mexico, but I'm not going to be there all the time. And if you buy property in Mexico, you better disbelieve that people will come knocking on your door because you're going to have Consuela and Rosalinda managing that property and Hector and Jose. You know, they're going to be the property managers and they're also going to be the people who clean your property. Um, Best for show. Better check in first. Yeah, you better check in because they're going to be like, hey, uh, CGA owns this property in Mexico. But you're not there all the time. You're there four months out of the year. <laughs> they show for show. <laughs> they show for show. Go, no, your ass ain't there. You're going to have somebody sitting up in that mother sucker. And when you come back, so you better know the landscape. You better check in and know who's who. Somebody says, this is a fat coach. I know somebody's going to say I'm lying. And here's a guy from Mexico he said, that's a fact, coach. It's been happening to my parents. Better check in with the cartel. You own some shit 
in some one of these lands. You better check in with the gangs. You better know how they move and you better trust whoever's managing and watching your property or renting that shit out. You better trust them and that they're going to tell you when the cartel tell your ass to check in. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm telling you, man, they're going to be running your shit. It's crazy. So anyway, just be careful. You better know how it works. Yeah, there'll be squatters up in there. And if you were a foreigner that owns these properties and these, I always give you the worst case scenario. There is a better case scenario, but I'm going to tell you, if you're owning places where there's gangs and cartels, you better know what's up. You better know what's up, bro. Yeah. Protection fees. I don't know if you know, this happens in America and this is how the Italian mob or the mob got over on business owners back in the day. I'm giving y'all a lot of information here. Thank you for the, PayPal's um, back in the day what the what happened is and I know guys that did this this is why I you know I'm not this is why I'm not a hope strategist back in the day when you owned a business on a certain block in a certain neighborhood people would come to your door like you would be like I own a business I have power I have influence and I'm my own man well what would happen is somebody would come through your door there would be two big guys behind them named Moose and um I'm trying to think of their day. And they would come in fedora hats and a suit. They'd come in. They'd look at your business. Oh, wow. You have a great business here. Uh, uh, what, 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 do you, what, what do you do here? Uh, how much you're doing? Is this a successful business operation? Uh, and they'll say something like this. Well, yeah, it'll be Tony. Tony over here. Hey, 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 you got a big property over here. Looks like you're doing well. You're turning a good thing. As a matter of fact, do you have anybody protecting the joint? You have anybody protecting this thing over there? All right, what about that? You know, like, what if somebody came in and robbed the joint? Is anybody going to look out for your best interests over here? And you're like, man, I don't need no protection. I got the jammy right here. Anybody come through here? I got the jammy. Oh, the jammy over there. I mean, like, what if three guys have the jammy? What if three guys stick you up? What are you going to do then? No, nah, man, I'll protect. But well, listen, I think you need a little protection. I think somebody needs to be looking out for you over there. So since you're a successful business owner, I think you need to pay me about 45% of your business operation, 45% of your gross over there. And then what we'll do is we'll throw in a little bit of interest called the VIG. And if you don't pay it, we'll stick you up. <laughs> we'll stick you up. You want us to stick you up or you want to pay that? You want to pay the protection fee in the VIG? I tell you, you better pay it. You don't have much options here. All right, I tell you, thank you very much, y'all. Yes, we'll protect you. We we protect about five or 10, 50, 11 protections over here. We got him protecting you over there. We protect them. We protect them. And if you don't protect them, somebody's going to come in your block and stick you up. 45% and we're being generous over there. We could take 90% over there. You get it? You got it? All right, so give us the 45% and we'll just keep it quiet. <laughs> that's how they do you and then you show up late it'd be the first of the month your rent's due motherfucker yeah we here to pick up our protection fee thank you very much uh, yeah thank you very much oh you you don't have it this month what do I look like what do I look like a moron I know you got it because we've been watching you the whole week so you better have the money tomorrow or you won't have any kneecaps over here <laughs> alright Shake your ass down. If you're a business dude, I knew dudes that did this in a certain city. I can't tell you what it is, but you know how they do it now or back then. I can't tell you. 
What they do now is they say, it looks like we need to help your business. I don't need any help. Oh, you need some help. So me, Tony, Moose, we're going to work your business. I know this is a great cleanest. We're going to help you promote your business. I don't need any help promotion. You do. So what we'll do is you'll fire your staff or we'll train them how to better make you a better cleaner operation. And then you'll walk in the next week. There'll be a 300-pound dude in the cleaners working, taking cash. Thank you very much over there. All right, we'll put it over there. Thank you for your business. They'll just take over your business slowly. And then they'll edge your ass out until you intimidate it. You sitting there like, damn, every week you come open up the store. Hey, here we go over there. We're ready to do the cleaners. All right, we did some promotion for you over there. We got your newspaper ad. We got you on the television over there. We got it over here. We're helping you, right? We're helping your business. You make more money over there, right? You've been making more money than this. You haven't been. So look at this over there. Paulie's running the cash register. All right, we got over there. We got the woman over there, my grandma, grandma there who makes the pasta bazool. She's over there pressing the cleaners over there. <laughs> they literally take your business over and you slowly be like, that's okay. I don't want to run the business no more. And then they run your, they run your business. They take your shit over. <laughs> they push you out. Like they don't, they don't intimidate you with the guns. They don't say you need to pay a protection fee. They just push you out the business. And you eventually be like, I don't want to come to work no more. Oh, it's okay. We'll take it from here. Thank you very much. Boom. You did all the work. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You call the police. Oh, my gosh. There's the police. The police come in. I don't see a thing over there. You keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> all right. Dude, you better figure it out, man. Look, and I don't know if you guys know, street ninjas do the same thing right now. And this is on the low. They're doing the same thing to businesses right now. Hey, you on my block. You on my block right now. They in the ATL doing that. Oh, I see you have a business on my block. Oh, you want some protection? <laughs> All right. Yeah, man. Oh, dude, it's crazy. Yeah, the, the cops on the payroll. Cops like, what? Somebody's doing what? They standing behind you gooning like this. You see these two goons over here? They're taking over my business. I can't even make a dime anymore. Cops, can you help me out? The cops like, what three goons? I don't see any three goons over there. I don't see anybody. It looks like these are good employees. Are you good employees for him? Yes, we're good employees over here. <laughs> All right. Mm. You go to small claims court, they throw the shit out. They be like, case dismissed on a technicality. What the fuck? All right. All right. So anyway, man, that's how they get you, bro. He says, why are you busting our bars over here? You didn't bust in my balls. This looks like a great operation. It looks like a great operation over there. So you guys got to watch out. When you're a business owner, that might happen to you. Anyway, Sizzle says, Coach, you were spart on with the dating apps. Before I went free agent, I would dab on and off of plenty of fish. Every few months, it would see the same bras on there. He says, I even argued with one of them and said, why are you still here? LOL. He says, bunch of wasted time. No more simping for me. And she probably said, well, what are you doing on here? <laughs> So if you saw me the last time, why your ass back? Chairman Mo. He said, everybody getting paid except you. Do you and you doing all the work. Shout out to Chairman Mo. He says, uh, this thing with Princess Megs is nuts. $50 million. He says, can't he just ask James Bond to come out of retirement for a few weeks? 
not even Andrew Tate can save her. He can go celebrity watching in L.A., check out some freshmen at the University of California of Los Angeles or berserkly on his way back home. Then that is it. One hand washes the other. Is that not cheaper than 50 million? No, because she got a hold on him. She got a hold on them. All right. Uh, let me see here. So when we were talking about the businesses, so Mexico or these other foreign countries, if if Americans think they're just going to throw their money around, I wouldn't go about it that way. Don't just go to other countries and think you're just going to throw money around. I'm going to buy up all the real estate right here on the coast in the in the uh, in Baja California, Ninja. <laughs> All right, Zvin says my mother tried to set me up with a 33-year-old, 33-year-old woman, and I'm 26. When I told her no, she said, why? Not because she's old, right? He says, why would she do that? I feel kind of betrayed. I told her I don't want a relationship or children, so maybe it has something to do with that. Is the Does the 33-year-old woman have children, interesting enough? Um, so, you know, women do... I find that anybody that tries to set anyone up, normally it's a bad deal. Yeah, mom, give your mama L. Mm. Somebody said Russia and Nigeria too. Guys, that's that's the price of doing business. But uh, moms do set men up for failure, for sure. Uh, let's see here. I do have a great quote for you that I was going to share earlier related to that. And uh, let me see where it is. There was a great, great quote floating around the Internet. It says, don't take relationship advice from your mom if you don't know your father. <laughs> all right. And that was allegedly from Robert Mugabe, who they always attribute these quotes to. But that's a quote to live by. Don't take relationship from your mom if you don't know your father. All right. Let's go ahead and take that for the win right there. Okay, shout out to Sven getting set up for a disaster there. Damn. So if you don't know your father, that's why she's trying to get you for your paper. We're going to go to Venmo here. Thank you for being patient. Let's see what Venmo got to say. Oh, they making me sign in again? This is reprehensible. <laughs> They're not setting you up with the, uh, the good people. We got... Our boy, no government name, found out that my girlfriend was having sex with her female best friends three years ago. She had this woman over for girls' nights and sleepovers while I've been out of town. She begged me not to leave. She said, don't leave me, leave me, leave me. Don't go, don't go. And said, they haven't had sex in years. I'm planning my exit now. Damn, let me get, let me get the exit plan out. So you got, basically, you were being used. <laughs> She's a full-on bisexual or a lesbian. There's no really true lesbians. There's only bisexuals. All right. And so in this situation there, you found out you got used. And um, she used you for the safety and security. Without she out there, she was the lick em low lover out in your town. And uh, you will find that a lot of women, especially women in college, in this day and age, have participated with women. I've gone on record that says... I've been saying some of the women you've dated have better chicks than you've ever been able to get. Uh-oh. Some of the women you've dated have had sex with some of the better-looking women than you've ever got. Ups. Some of the women 
that are so-called lesbians have had better looking girlfriends than you'll ever had. And that's the truth. Yes, that's the truth. Now, in this situation there, do you really care? You know what I mean? Well, what are we mad? What, what, what are we mad at? But it is an indicator. It is an indicator. You know what I mean? She tried to hold it out as a friendship. And one more thing. If she played college sports, there's a 70% chance she's participated in the Lickham Low Lover Olympics. And trust me, people say that I'm lying on this one. You guys got to remember, I have spent, I have spent a better portion of my uh, 20s and early 30s, almost two decades around women who date women. I have spent almost two decades exclusively with women who date women, meaning I was around them all the time. Let me tell you something. That when they're younger, some of these girlfriends, girlfriends be bad as hell. I'll be like, damn, like they're better looking than a lot of guys can get. And some of these girls experiment. I've seen girls look like full bull daggers back in the day when they called them bull daggers. Like they was like husky broads with the bandana and the motorcycle helmet and the baggy cargo shorts and the big T-shirt. That and they would ace bandage or sports bra they titties down to look like a dude with a Nike yet hat fitted right there like this, cocked to the side, and they walk like a full dude. Right? They call them the studs now. And they had the dude walk, they come dap you up. What up, Sean? Word them up. You know what I'm saying? They hit you with the dap, finger snaps, and two two turns in the twist. They have licked on girls that you would dream to lick on. Mm. They have done. Th I've seen them pull up with women and be like, <laughs> "All right, they got the two. They got the two uh, brushes in their eye. They got an earring right here, and they got two cuts in their eyebrow." <laughs> Those women had some of the baddest chicks I've seen. Go to this club called. This is the club, Club Peanuts. There's a, call, there's a club called Peanuts in Los Angeles where they all used to hang out with. I don't even know if it's still around. <laughs> they had some of the baddest women up in there and some of the biggest, <laughs> some of the biggest town boy chicks up in there. And it's a very underground thing, man. You don't see it, but when you're around them, when, I, when you're around these women, Dude, I used to be, cause like I said, we, we, we go on a trip. We are in the airport. And uh, one day, I tell, you the I, I tell you the story about the celebrity, the female celebrity who is a rapper turned actress. She's been outed, but I don't like to out people because people get offended about outing people. But this female celebrity who is a rapper turned actress popped up. I was coaching, yeah, law enforcement chicks. All right, I was coaching at um, uh, Southern California School University. We're, uh, we're at the airport, and we're about to board the plane. This female celebrity comes up, and all of the, all of the basketball players who are I known outed lesbians, they're, they're known to be out. I know them. Soon as she soon as she pulled up, everybody knew her. Everybody knew her. They was like, hey, 
and they ran up to her. They was dapping her what's up and all of this shit and slapping and dapping and bro hugging. I'm watching like <laughs> they knew her. Why? How did they know her? They knew her from Club Peanuts where they roll. And some of the women that I knew that were that we used to call them lipstick, lipstick lesbians. Like you didn't know they were lesbians. Like you never would have thought like they were fine. They were like the femme. They called them Dom and femme. They were the femme. They was dapping her up too. They was like, <laughs> I was like, how y'all know her? I was like, how y'all know her? Oh, she be at peanuts all the time. Mm. I was like, dude, and dude, by this age, I'm like 20, 22. I'm green. I'm still asking girls at the age, that age, why they going to Washington, D.C. for the NBA All-Star game. I'm green. I don't know shit. I'm wet behind the ears. I'm just trying to get a girl that I could take to, um, I could, I, could, I could take the Chili's and Applebee's. I'm still trying to do Chili's and Applebee's day on the budget. I don't know what's going on. I don't know about lesbians. I don't know about girls going to the NBA All-Star games to get their guts pushed out. I'm like, this girl don't even like basketball. Why is she going to the All-Star game? On an airplane cross country. I'm I'm dumb. I was like you guys. I'm trying to go to El Torito's and impress a woman. <laughs> With chimichangas. I, I don't know what's up. I'm like learning. I'm on the job. Yeah, I think I'm about to take her to my damn twin mattress in my apartment that I share with a female roommate and push her guts in there. It's all right. I'm green. So I'm learning on the job, right? When I saw all that shit, I saw that for years. I'm sitting there like, so if the woman played athletics, first of all, she might have swung the other way at least once. Number two, if you if she played female athletics, the male athletes, there's a high likelihood that she actually got passed around at least a couple of sports. I'm giving y'all game here and do not underestimate some of these lesbian women that with their game from experience, from what I know of men and what, from what I know of women, some of these lesbian bisexual women have way more game than you. And I speak from experience. They have way more game than the greater population of American men. Way more game. It ain't even close. I've seen them pull swiftly Finer chicks than you'll ever think. And now people are going to disagree with me, but you're, I'm telling you, I've been around them for nearly two decades. They got way more game than you, way more confidence, way more swag, way more, and girls fall for it. Girls will be like, I'll check it out. They will pull a girl who's a straight. And by the way, if you don't know, I'm giving y'all too much game here. If you don't know, he says, they're simps. If you don't know, they target women, just like, you know, a male reading rainbows target men who aren't gay typically a person that is like that target just like you guys target target virgins right you target women with less experience they also target people who aren't part of their tribe to turn them out that's called turning them out like they get off on taking a person that is not that and making them that i'm giving y'all straight up so people man y'all y'all live in a world y'all haven't even seen this world yet Y'all haven't seen this world. And so what they'll do is they'll go for a woman who is a lipstick, a straight femme, and then the Dom will come over 
And they'll want to convert the femme. They want to work, convert the straight woman into the fit. Bruh. Mm. <laughs> he says, we don't. Yeah. Converted to what it is. Yeah. So that turns them on. That turns them on. That's a, that's a W. So they'll come in with straight lace game. And the woman will go, because it's another woman, it's easy. Even Andrew Tate knows. It's another woman. She'll be more likely to go with her and be like, I'll try it. Then they'll listen to some of you game losers running game. And I've seen it with my own eyes. Just to let you know. Somebody says, we know Coach Bennett. Been there. If you don't acknowledge this as any truth, then you just dismiss it. You are going to be lost in this world. I'm sorry. You're going to be lost in this world. And if you're in a big city, yeah, this is going down. It's less risk. Yep. And they lose, they don't lose reputation points. Yeah, man. Shout out to um Shan says Megan and Henry can do better than 50 million by making a movie about these modern day fairy tale loves. He says, I don't think they will fall for the king's chess move. Interesting. Interesting. That's an interesting perspective. 50 million? You think they worth more than 50? I don't know, man. That last book is in struggle zone. So they might fall for it. Who knows? Kalen says, coach, the coach gang wants you to drop that album, but we need the CGA documentary from coaching women to being homeless to being a YouTube celebrity. This is the real life the world needs to see on film. You're absolutely right, man. People don't really know. I mean, people didn't even know I traveled before, so people don't really know the whole story. They think I'm just, you know, who is this nobody on YouTube talking? Yeah, man, the real story is, but I got to tell you, man, people watching me, the, the pocket watchers watching me. I can't be too forthcoming at this point. Definitely get super chats. All right, let me do two more here. Let me do two more, and then I'm going to get it right here. Uh, we got some people far behind. AV Network guy, real estate is not for everyone. Do your research and know yourself before you dive in. It's only great when you understand it, then master it. Otherwise, it can be very stressful. Listen to CGA. Yeah, real estate is one of those things. Uh, I see all the time. I'm going to be a real estate flipper. Then they'll go in there. They got commercials. We'll teach you how to do it. No money down. No money. Oh, bro. Jesus Christ. And then you go into a major metro metropolis. Last bit of game here, and I'll get back to the show. Uh, you get this no money down, how to flip houses. And uh, you go to, you live in Los Angeles. You live in um, New York. You live in any of these metropolises, right? Then you go try to do it, and you find out there's some real killers and Godzillas out there doing this. And they got cash. Now, the women and men and the families that they show doing this, they live in Oklahoma City. They live in Tupelo, Mississippi. They live somewhere in Des Moines, Iowa, where there's no gorillas, Godzillas, nothing. There's nobody flipping like that, all right? They nobody flipping and flipping. The there's nobody doing it, right? But you're somewhere in San Diego. I'm going to go and flip house. Blah, sit your monkey ass down. Right. All right. That shit going to work somewhere in Rock Springs, Wyoming, where nobody's on that shit. Yeah. In Omaha, Nebraska. And trust me, there are some people on that game, too. You're going to have to really do it. You're going to be somewhere in Tucson, Arizona, some somewhere in Albuquerque, New Mexico, trying to flip. So don't think you about to go out there in a major area and I'm going to go flip. You're going to get ran. So let's stop that. JC last one says. Dudes get excited. Wait, dudes be excited. Like, coach, I make 120K. I got money. Then get swaps. Then go swap spit 
with some swank or skank on plenty of funky fish going rosky. It is reprehensible. And he says the king have must have been watching the Notorious channel. Thank you, man, for the... Oh, the humanity. Yeah, bragging about getting women now is not what he used to be. When you used to pull a woman, you pulled her. That was your woman. Today, pulling a woman means almost nothing. Because women are getting pulled left and right. Your girl's getting... Yes, your girl. Your girl got pulled back in the day. There's, they're all available right here on the internet. You don't even have to even try no more. If you're halfway decent, you don't even have to try. Okay, let me get into the show here. Yeah, they pulling you now. It says right here, women are mad that Neil's divorce details are being leaked on the internet. That is interesting. Why are women mad? And I'm going to use the comment section to show you. And I'm going to follow up because I actually reported on this as I'm not a reporter that Neo was going through a custody battle with one of his what third wives at this point. Gosh, where's the love? But let's go through the details. He finalized the divorce. Shout out to Neo. I loved your two albums. There's two albums I really enjoy from him. And I know he's coach gang for life. He's also a Libra. Shout out to Neo. Neo and Crystal Renee will have joint custody of their children as they finalize their divorce. Crystal is to receive $5,000 a month in alimony. Sheesh. And $1.6 million to balanced real estate holdings and more. There's more to this. Okay. It says right here, according to the Shade Room, shout out to Pastor T.D. Jakes, the divorce between Neo has been finalized and it looks like Crystal is walking away with one of their houses as well as some monthly payments. And it says right here, according to the TMZ.com or TIZ TV, documents show that Neo will be paying Crystal $1.6 million to balance out the division of their real estate holdings. She will get one of the three four, or the four homes, one of the four homes located in Georgia, as well as $20,000 in moving expenses. <laughs> okay, God damn. How long were they married? They were married like three stinking years. I don't even think they were married more than three years. I think I remember covering this. Crystal will always, she will also receive 15,000. I'm sorry. sorry. I, I, I'm going to take that back. She, she will also receive $150,000 to purchase a new car. Wait. $150,000 to purchase a new car as Neo will be keeping their previous one, a 2022 Bentley, a 2022 Bentley. Why do you need? Okay. Because he, listen, he has a $150,000 vehicle. So she needs a $150,000 vehicle. Oh, the, humanity. the former couple will also share joint custody. There's no such thing of their three children. I'll say they've been longer than three years. And Neo will pay $12,000 a month in child support while also taking care of their children's school expenses. For the next three years, Crystal will also be receiving $5,000 a month in alimony. Oh, the humanity. Both Neo and Crystal also agreed that neither of them will never, will, will have no, okay, hold on for a second. 
They will have no new romantic partners around their children unless they become engaged or married. Oh, the humanity. As previously reported, Crystal filed for divorce last August. <laughs> Gentlemen, when I tell you marriage is a business, when I tell you relationships are a business, when I tell you that women are now monetized and therefore transactional, when you hear Slim Thug say, just tell me, I'll just buy it. I'll just rent it. How much? I don't want to. When you see why men are not getting married. When you see why, look, I told you this. You're paying all of those and still have to pay the school expenses. Now, if he fails to do any of these things, he's a deadbeat. He's a deadbeat. Now, interesting enough, interesting enough, yeah, he getting ready to put an album out. Hey, Neo, Neo, I have a great idea. I know your catalog. I, I'm a big fan. Let's get together. I think there's something here where me, Neo, and CGA, the Matrix, Neo, I'm the, I'm the Neo to, listen, you're the Neo, I am, bruh, we can put it together. We can put it together. We can put this album out and go on tour. I just can't dance and all that, just so you know. Year of the Red Pill, Libra scale, Red Pill style. Check this out. This will be a great collab, Neo. This is when I think a collab. CGA is this is the great collab. Yeah, Morpheus. Coach Morpheus CGA with Neo. Come on, man. I'm Morpheus. You're Neo. I'm going to red pill you. Come on, we got to put this together. Neo, make this happen. When we talk about CGA, you need to collab more. This is the collab we're waiting for. And let me get on the, I'm going to do it, man. I'm going to narrate. You sing. Maybe I'll jump and sing here. Check this out. Let's go to the comment section. Women are pissed off, mostly women, that these details are being disclosed. Says right here, this is a this looks like a woman. Says some say it's cheaper to keep her. I say happiness and peace is priceless. Well, it is priceless. Here's a guy. I think this is a guy. Why is this our business? See, see that right there. That is a red flag. See, it's our business because when they get married, when they're upholding the standards of black love, when they're on the red carpet, when they're pushing love as a narrative. When they're getting married and showing the photos, when they're showing photos of their kids, it's our business. But when the shit hits the fan, like it does with most relationships and marriages, everybody wants you to be quiet. Don't talk about it. It's not our business. It is our business. It is. We should know what really happens in these marriages. We should know what happens in these divorces because it would get more men to really think about what marriage is. And trust me, some people are going to say this. Well, you ain't Neo. You don't have that type of money. Why are you worried about it? The problem is most men who get divorced end up worse than Neo. I'm going to say it again. If you make $50,000 a year and you get divorced like this and you got to list all of this shit and you like hearing me resilient where your ex-wife is fighting you over baking pans, bicycles, over old ass vehicles, when they dragging you, you get hemmed up worse. You get put homeless because these same things happen to men when they divide the house and you got to sell it 
or they gotta you gotta pay the mortgage and she lives in it and she moves her new boyfriend in. Okay. It's worse when it happens to normie men. And these same things happen to normie men, and then they get gag orders placed on them. Or when they talk about it, they just say you're bitter and hurt. Okay. So these same things happen to you, but on a smaller scale, but it bankrupts you. You go bankrupt. When you have custody, the little bit of custody of the kids that you get, you can't even afford to buy them a hamburger at in and out Okay. So he can pay this settlement, and you would have to ask, was it worth it? Nope. Let me see another comment here. Marriage or not, they still have to do their part. Parenting takes time and money. Glad they figured out uh, figured out what will work for them. Figured out what would work for them? No, they told him you're going to give up your shit. This sounds like a fair deal. This sounds like a fair deal. $17,000 a month sounds nice. Wish them both the best. Now back to minding my own business. Here's another one. Shade Room has to change the headline because most people don't read both beyond headlines. Here's another one right here. Why do people even need to know this? Why do people even need to know this? That's why men lose right here. What do you mean, why do we need to know this? We need to know what marriage and divorce is. And then to go into so much detail, report, and their professional life, not their personal life, let's treat people like people in 2023. Wrong. That's wrong. Why do why is it that when men get railroaded, oh, we don't need to talk about it. Now, if the woman was getting sidetracked and railroaded, if he ran, if Neil ran off, didn't pay any child support, didn't get any alimony, she didn't get any alimony, he he kept the house, all the cars, left her homeless, like Dwayne Wade allegedly left his first wife homeless, didn't get any money. I guarantee you they'd be like, this is unfair. They would say Neo's a jackass, a deadbeat, and they would want to know about it. But when men get ran over, ah, we don't need to talk about this. This is personal. No, it's not. This is what a marriage looks like, and I'm glad to be able to share this with you gentlemen. All right, let's get to the main event. Let's get to the main event here. Main event time. Here it is. Will a woman... Will women choose height over money? This is a great conversation to be had here. Some of you men are short. You know what? I need, I meant to do a poll on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. I meant to do a poll. I want to know what the average height of the audience here at the CGA channel is. I'm going to start a poll real quick. Let me see here. What is your current height? <laughs> As if it's going to change. All right. So we know who we're talking about here. We got a lot of tall people here. ABL, we know is a giant. All right, let me see here. I'm going to say under 5'4", or 5'4 and under. That's going to be the short short kings, 5 foot and under. All right, and then we're going to put 5'5", five, five, 2, 5, 9. All right, 5'5 five, five to 5'9". Five, then we'll put 5'10 to 6'2". Six one, five man to this is kind of how women look at height too. Five one to six, five ten to six one, and then six two and over. All right, there it is right there. What is your current height? I'm gonna put a poll. There's gonna be a poll that flashes up there. 
I'll put your poll. Put yourself on the poll. Uh, five seven is going to be. Let me see. What what, what was it here? Because they they use five four as a measuring there. So that's why I put five four. I put everybody five five to five nine. Uh, these people, the five nine guys, think they're taller than the five seven guys. You're both short. Mm. All right, you both short. I'm five nine, and the dude's five five. I'm like both of y'all the same. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, five ten guys think they're almost six feet. I'm six feet, five ten and a half. I'm I'm six feet. Don't I count? Not really, but you're in the same category. You you might get a pass. All these dudes lying in here. I got a lot of six footers. Where are we at here? Most guys here are five ten to six one. All right, shout out to everybody out here. I voted between five five and five nine. <laughs> when I played basketball, I was listed at five foot nine. Until I was on defense. I was not 5'9". Dudes in here lying. Are y'all lying? Don't be in here lying. Don't even be in here lying. Uh, Where are we at here? All right, we got uh, Will Women. This is a reaction. Uh, fair use to Courtney Ryan. Shout out to her. We're going to borrow her video for education purposes only real quick. Here it is. Fair use excerpts of copyrighted material made under certain circumstances be quoted verbatim for purposes such as criticism, news reporting, teaching, and research without the need for permission from or payment to the copyright holder. Thank you, Courtney. I appreciate that. All right, please vote. Uh, sorry, uh, the other channel, I don't have time to put all of that up. It'll take too much time. But we right now got 43% of men say they're 5'10 to 6'1". 37% for the people listening on the podcast say they're 5'5 to 5'9", with 19% saying they're 6'2 and over, and only 2% that are 5'4 and under. So with, with this being said, let's just say, because Courtney Ryan says in the video it's 5'4". Let's replace 5'4 with 5'5 five, five to 5'9. Five, All right. So we're going to put 5'9 as what she says here. And uh, let's go to the tail in the tapes. All right. Where is it at? Let me line this shit up. Let me line this shit up. All right. Shout out to this sister right here with the with the caramel skin and the juggies. All right. And the curly hair. She can get it. Okay. All she needs is some braces. All right. Uh, let's see here. Around her teeth. She looking like her. Never mind. Let me stop. Here we go right here. We'll go right here. And this is Courtney Ryan. Go subscribe to her channel. All right. Would you rather choose guy number one who is five foot four and makes 250K? All right. So the short guys. And for us today, it's going to be five nine. Five foot nine. That makes 250K. Or a guy who is 6'2 and makes far less. So will more money? And of course, this is the internet. I know this. There's a lot of guys. I don't really have problems pulling women. Do I have problems pulling the women that I like? Yes. All right. But that's every male. All right. Every male has that issue. Uh, you can be tall and have that issue. So you always will believe you deserve a better woman. Just like women think they deserve a better man. So just because you're 5'4", 5'9", 5'5", doesn't mean you can't get women. And in real life, once you leave the internet, 
you will be able to pull women. But but does that woman want you? Are you the guy that she just want temporarily? Right. Does she really want somebody better? You'll find that out when you get into a relationship with a woman. Right. Like you'll get into a relationship. She'll pass the time. She'll be with you or she'll come off of her standard for a little bit. Give you a chance. And then she'll cheat on you with somebody potentially bigger or with more money or more, whatever it is. And then you'll be like, hey. What's going on here? Or she'll break up with you. You'll see her post online that she doesn't want to date any more short guys. <laughs> that happens a lot where you'll be with her and then you'll find her on the dating app and she'll say, you have to be at least six foot tall. And you're like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> now, what we know about this is that most men in the category in American women, in American men, the average height is 5'8 to 5'9". That is the average height. That doesn't mean that there, there's not a lot of men that she won't see that are taller. But when she goes out, she's going to say, where are all the tall guys at? Where's all the models at? Where's all the guys that are in shape? Meanwhile, she's shaped like a busted Pillsbury biscuit can. Okay. Um, there's a lot to be said about this, but let's go ahead and listen to this. What would they choose, money or height? This is what they would choose if given the choice. Remember, they're only given two choices, too. You know, women can't think outside the box. They're only given two choices. Where's the screen? 50K a year. Or guy number two who is 6'2 and makes 70K a year. Well, I'm 5'10, so 5'4 is a little too short for me. As I mean, if you're 5'4 and you're super confident, that's really sexy. But um... this woman looks familiar. She looks familiar, doesn't she? I know she looks like Master Splinter, but she looks like somebody I know. Let's continue. All right, so this woman says she's 5'10", which really means she's 5'9", right? She does look familiar. Um, and, of course, she wants to wear heels. But the problem she has, this is going to be her problem because I've, I've been around a lot of tall women. The problem she has is she doesn't look good. I mean, she's average, right? And she's redhead and she's milk of magnesia and she's our porcelain princess. She doesn't look bad for as plain as she is. So I'm not going to ream her on that. The problem is she's big and probably shaped like a whole box. Okay. She probably doesn't have any distinctive shape. I know this for a fact. I can just see it in her face. She's built like a box. She built like an egg with legs. All right. So, being that she's tall, eliminating everybody under a height is not probably to your best advantage because women that are small and actually have a shape can be prioritized that by a man that you think should be prioritizing you. So the man 6'2", you say, hey, wait, that's great. I'm 5'10", and I'm six foot with height. The problem is you guys are two moose or mooses banging each other and he probably wants a woman he can flip around and toss around. A woman that is five foot two, that is curvy in shape or skinny or got little itty bitty titties. That guy that's six two, he can choose any one of you broads. So you don't get to step in front of the line just because you're taller. You, you don't get to do that. He might want a spinner. He might want to throw a girl in the air, spinner in the air and land on his Johnson. You can't do that. Now, if he wants to have kids that play varsity basketball in the eighth grade or ninth grade, 
he might link up with you. But that's your problem. You have the problem. He doesn't. Just because you're taller doesn't mean you get to jump in front of the line and get tall guys. All right, so let me see here. But I just know this as a as a truth. Here we go again. Well, I'm 5'10", so 5'4 is a little too short for me. As I mean, if you're 5'4 and you're super confident, that's really sexy. But 5'4 um, is, like I said, I'm 5'10", so 5'4 is a little too short for me. I'd prefer a taller guy, um, especially when I wear heels. I like wearing heels. <laughs> hey, listen, I don't fa- listen. Just understand, I understand what she's saying. I don't fault her for that. But uh, she's going to get a rude awakening in many cases, not all. Sometimes she can go down to certain places and score. Uh, she could go down to Georgia. The guy's going to be tall, but he's going to have a beer gut, and he's going to be rocking a flannel outfit. Or she can be somewhere in the coastal California, and the guy's tall. He's a volleyball player, and he just wants to have Olympic volleyball players in his future. She can score with this, but she just better be ready. She just better be ready for this heartbreak. So you're choosing guy number two. Yes, guy number two. You know, a lot of girls, they're short and they still have these crazy height expectations. But mm. when you're 5'10", it's like, can you really be mad? Right. There's really not that many people. Right. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of girls who are 5'10". Like if anyone's going to be picky, I feel like it should be you. Mm-hmm. Would you date a guy who's shorter than you, though? Um, as long as he's super confident, like I said, I'm going to wear heels. Mm-hmm. So if if you're confident and I, I really like confidence, if you can rock it and you're not insecure about it, then heck yeah. All right. So I've dated taller women than me and uh, some of them had no problem. Some of them are older. They were older. They were not, they weren't doing this at 24. They'll do it at 33. And that's you. They'll do it at like 37. And that's you. Uh, but you will find it rare. Although it does happen. I've been there. It does happen when you're younger, but very rare. I see it in public and I've been there. It's very rare that you see 24-year-old in that situation, all right? Um, and so as she ages, she'll be more open to it, continuing. Perfect, all right? 5'4", 200,000. 250. Oh, 250. Mm-hmm. Or 6'2", and make 70. You might go for the 6'2", guy. 6'2". All right, she needs to wipe the crust out the corner of her mouth. Um, this one says 6'2", $70,000, uh, as opposed to a five. We pushed it up to 5'9 at 250K. Where are you? I'm 5'1. Okay. So even though the 5'4 <laughs> guy is still taller than you, you would still choose the 6'2 making less money. Yeah. Uh, so, see, so she's 5'1. You know, a lot of men don't understand this, and it's somewhat painful for them. It's a painful lesson for a lot of men as they get into their mid-20s. It becomes difficult for you with the expectations. Again, you can pull one. But many times you might not keep her if a man that is taller shows her interest. Now, uh, she said she was 5'1". Interesting. All right, but this girl right here, I tell you, I do some things to this girl. I mean, I would, I would, I would, um, I'd do some debaucherous activity with this one. All right, um, but um, yeah, she needs to work on them teeth. But let's, let's continue. Probably number two. Six foot two guy? Yeah. How tall are you? Um, five six. Okay, so would your answer change if the 5'4 guy was, like, a little bit taller? If he was your height, would you ch- still choose the 6'2 guy? I don't know. There's something about, like, 
I, people in my family are tall. I just happen to be the short one, you know? No, no, no. They always use that. They always say that. Oh, my, my family's tall. All right. Yeah, they always kind of use that. And this is like um, they're they're not answering the question. They don't want to seem shallow. Now, let me just say this. I know there's ladies watching this like, go, queen. Yeah, we deserve what we want out there. Manifest. But men have the same criteria as well. But we're actually a little bit more willing to move the line. We often ask for very minimal things like don't be obese, right? You know, don't be obese. Like have your real hair, you know, oh, the humanity. don't be out there with the nails and the eyelashes. We actually do things that I could actually you have control over. But women typically will go at things for men and selecting. This is this is a uh, natural selection on steroids. They'll go after things that the man can't change and then thus deal with a smaller crop of men. Now, if that's the case, we'll take out the guys that are short that can pull. Congratulations. We'll take out the group of men uh, that are, but, but what we're left with is essentially women sharing a small group of men, which is evolution, right? This is how we evolved as a species. So uh, uh, we're going to evolve and create taller people. And then essentially the shortest of the short will be phased out slightly through due to procreation. This is evolution on steroids. Now, they're doing this, and they're saying this, and it's mostly hive mindset why they arrive at six foot as a marker, but it is what it is. Let's continue with this sister right here. When she keeps her mouth closed, she a winner. All right, winner, winner, chicken dinner. All right, here we go. So I typically like taller guys, just like a little bit taller than me. Okay. So would what's the shortest guy that you would date? Mm, I'd say probably like 5'8". You got to give her that. She says probably 5'8", which does put a lot of men back in the game. So she says the lowest I'll go, and this is the internet, the lowest I will go is 5'8". A lot of guys would be eliminated even on that. Let's continue. Is this something about taller, taller guys? That I All right, so if you 5'8", but a taller guy comes in and takes your hoe, at least for the evening, she'll do it. She'll do it. Let's continue. Okay. Um, probably just the taller guy. Again, I don't really care about money. Oh, the humanity. This is where dudes get off the, the train here. I was giving people the benefit of the doubt. I was giving people the benefit of the doubt. Now, this woman said the tall guy. Mm. Now, this is where dudes be like, yo. <laughs> so that's not really like. That's really not a factor in it at all. So I guess taller if I had to pick. All right. So she was only given two choices, just to be fair. Ay, ay, ay. Okay. Because I'm 5'9", so I'm pretty tall for a girl. I was gonna so. All right. So she 5'9". There's the tall girl argument. Well, I'm 5'9". And? Mm. <laughs> there's not that many men available. And what are we doing here? So she just says, well, because I'm tall. Well, the problem you have, ma'am, is you look like Master Splinter. That's what that's the problem you got. See, your height doesn't matter. The male height matters and the female height matters to a certain extent. But you walking around here looking like this and then got the nerve to say, well, because I'm tall. Mm. Continuing. Yeah, so I thought you were taller. Yeah, so. I'm five nine. So five four would be pretty short. I yeah. Would, say. would yeah. you date a guy who was shorter than you? Yeah, I will. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's a nope. I would. I mean, I my I dated a guy. We were the same height. Okay. Like exactly. So I mean, I guess it's not the same. Did thing. you still wear your heels? I don't wear heels. No. No, I hate heels. Okay, like, so it doesn't even. Matter so it doesn't even you. matter. But I mean, I would. Yeah, I'm not like superficial like that. But if, if I had a choice, yeah, like, I guess I would. Pick Again, so she was only given two choices to be fair. The taller one. Right. Oh, guy number two. Brat tat 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 on that ass. The brat is in the building. All right, and I know she probably plays. She did a little lick him low loving. So she said immediately, number two, which would be the taller guy that makes less money. How tall are you? Five foot one. Oh my goodness. Like, what are we doing? She five one. She a spinner. She a spinner. I don't know why the guy would have to be like just to be fair, what is the difference between five, eight, five, nine compared to her versus six? What was it? Six, two. What's the difference? You're both small. I mean, you're I'm sorry. You're 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 shorter than both of them. What is the difference? Let's continue. Oh, my gosh. So you would still choose the six, two guy. Oh, for sure. My boyfriend's oh. six, four. <laughs> oh, her boy. Wait, did she say her husband's six, four? Ma'am, can I tell you Rudy Huxable's in the building? Shout out to Rudy Huxable. Hey, Rudy. Your boyfriend, that's that six four. You're sharing him. <laughs> that you're not. That's not your boyfriend. That's that's a couple of other women's boyfriends too. If he's six four, you sharing him. How tall are you? Five foot one. Oh my gosh! So you would still choose the six two guy? Oh for sure. <laughs> my boyfriend's six four. <laughs> Whoa! Oh my gosh! Okay, so you would rather have the tall guy. Than the guy who makes more money. Yeah. Okay. And what is it about the tall factor that stands out to you? I just feel like taller guys, I'll feel more protected because I'm so short. I want a guy where if we're out and like a situation happens, he can for sure protect me. <sighs> okay. <laughs> He's 6'4 and ugly. Hey, dude. Hey, guys. I've heard that happen before. I was sitting next to a couple. I sit next to a couple. Sorry to get off track. This is a show. I was sitting next to this, not a couple, it was a couple of women. And um, they were talking about, the, the girl was talking about a guy he was dating, right? And um, then he showed, she showed up with the guy. The guy was there, and he was tall. And he was like six foot one, but he was skinny, goofy, and he wasn't nothing to look at. And then when he left the table, she was basically like, well, at least he's tall. Like, because the girls weren't giving him good feedback. She wasn't, sorry, the girls weren't giving her good feedback. They were kind of like, eh. Eh, he kind of goofy, he gangly, he's scrawny, he's ugly. He probably had a hook nose. So when he left, the girl kind of felt that, and she said, well, at least he's tall. Like, that passed for the fact that, <laughs> like, she was like, at least I pulled the tall guy. At least, I, at least I got the height right. But he was, somebody said tall men are like trophies. Like, we would have a big-titted woman, and we'd be like, look at her titties, though. She got some big titties, though. Or she look at her ass. Her ass fat, though. The tall is like her ass fat, though. But she ugly. She got a bad attitude. She buck teeth. She cock eyes. She knocked me. But she got a fat ass. But her stomach fat, too. Don't matter, though. Shun, she got a fat ass. That is still like, but at least he was tall was her way of saying, hey, you know, at least I pulled the tall guy. You guys got short guys, right? Mm. Interesting, right? <laughs> 
Uh, wait, let me see here. Let's continue. Okay. And what is the shortest guy that you would date? I would say maybe like five foot eight. Five eight again. Five eight. Uh, I don't know what this is. Five eight is again is the shortest. For everybody under five eight, you're in trouble. All right, let's continue. Maybe six two. Okay. And how tall are you? I'm five two. Okay. So I guess I can't be too picky. <laughs> right. But if you had to choose, you would choose the taller guy versus the guy who makes more money. Maybe yes. Okay. All right. She she wasn't sure. She wasn't sure. I think she's the most realistic of the ones. When given the choice, they gave her a choice. She picked the taller guy out of choice and preference. You guys would do the same thing, right? Based on your preference, you would pick the preference if you only were given two choices. But she's like, well, I guess, kind of. She really wasn't 100% sold. If you had to choose, you would choose the taller. Oh, by the way, sorry for interjecting again. <laughs> Somebody said olive oil. Hey, I meant to say this. The previous woman, Rudy, mentioned the security thing again. She mentioned the security thing again. She's 5'1". She feels more secure about a bigger guy. Now, this one, I want to ask you something. When men use this example and say, hey, if the world collapsed, women would be this, right? If, if there was a uh, invader, if somebody invaded America, uh, who's going to protect women, right? And women or uh, even people who hate Red Pill will be like, that's a dumb reason to keep bringing up, right? Because nobody's going to invade us. Because men will bring up that scenario. Well, if the world collapsed around us, women would have to submit. Now, that sounds the same as if a woman says, I feel more protected around a big guy. That's still around the same line. That's the same argument. In which most cases, most women aren't attacked when they're with the male. Like the height of the guy didn't determine the fact that they got attacked as if a 5'10 guy was with her and he couldn't. And, and then women are getting attacked when they're with shorter guys. Like, I don't want I want to see a scenario where women are getting attacked when they're with shorter men. And it's happening so much that women are saying, well, y'all too short when I keep getting attacked. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I'm going to need somebody bigger like that scenario rarely happens. It's the same argument that when people talk red pill talking points, well, if the world collapses, women would have to submit. Okay, where's the example of women getting beat up and taken advantage of when they're with shorter men? I just have to know that. Anyway, what they want to say is, I like when bigger men dominate me in the bedroom. This is what they really want to say, but they can't say it. Continue. Guy versus the guy who makes more money? Maybe, yes. Okay. I got to go for the taller guy. How tall are you? 5'3". Oh, okay. So even though he's still taller than you, you would still choose the really tall guy. I'm always in heels, so I'm going to be taller than him. Okay. All right, the heels argument. Um, This is not what it is, and women aren't being direct about it. And short guys, you can hate this for all you want. But the fact is, women want to be dominated. All right, women want to be dominated. This is a sexual thing. This has nothing to do with wearing heels. And it also is a trophy thing. It's like kind of like you get the trophy wife. This is what it is. It's a trophy. And it's a sexual thing. They want to be dominated. And they want to feel dominated. And if you guys think about this, if you, I want you to think about this and really make sense of this. When a man dates a younger woman, he's called a pervert. He has some sort of fetish. He's a metaphile. But you would have people walking around here or you date a, a younger woman and they say she could be your daughter. Now, in the bedroom, if there's a guy who's six 
four and she's five one. What kind of metaphile shit is that? I'm going to just ask you that right now. This woman is below the average height of an American woman. She's basically the size of a child. She's the size of a child, an underage 21-year-old, as we say here. How is that not? How, how are we pushing that as, isn't that kind of weird? Don't you guys, like, what kind of shit is that? Oh, he could pick me up and he could carry me around and hold me against the wall. Like, wait a minute. Because I damn for sure know if he passes by a middle school, you're the average size of a middle school person. <laughs> Wouldn't we think what kind of weird kink fetish shit? And I know you call him daddy, too. I'm putting that together. Now, it might be a reach, if you will. But this shit is sexual. It's sexual. You know what I mean? It's sexual. Some people have some strange-ass fetishes, and some of it teeters on the line of metaphilia. She's the size of your daughter. You never hear that shit. Oh, why are you dating that short girl? She's the size of your daughter. Never hear that, but, but, but when it comes to age, hey, that could be your daughter. Well, literally, y'all could be father-daughter. Y'all don't want to talk about that shit. This shit is sexual. <laughs> All right, anyway, we learning today. People mad. Okay. Would you ever date a guy that was shorter than you? Shorter? No. Wow. What about your height? Oh, she's 5'1 or 5'3. I could make it work. Okay. Okay. Um, I think she said she was 5'3, five, 5'4. Five, she said she could make it work at 5'4. Again, she can make it work. She won't be enthusiastic about you. And that's you. And as soon as a taller guy, slightly taller than 5'4, comes along, she got your bitch. She got your bitch. All right. Anyway. If you absolutely had to. Yes. Okay. Next one is guy number one who is a. All right. So um, interesting thing there. Interesting conversation about that. You know, we don't want there to be too much. This isn't about hating tall guys. Uh, what I've learned is there's a lot of tall guys that don't got no game. They goofy as a mother sucker. So, and there's a lot of tall guys that have, uh, they're the total package and they somewhat struggle, right? There's somewhat of a struggle, but they do have it slightly easier in getting their foot in the door. And that cannot be disputed. That doesn't mean you should give up shorter kings, short kings. You can still do fantastic around here, but you will have to put up with either being very, very charismatic. You're going to have to have some sort of talent and or status. Sometimes that won't even be enough. And you have to be somewhat convincing to get a lot of these women. You're going to have to apply a lot of pressure. And also doesn't mean you're going to keep that woman. Some women will say, hey, I'll deal with you. She'll say, I, I'll make it work. And she makes it work. She'll be fine for a period of time. And then she might not be a, a fine with it, right? So these things do come up, and that's just the reality of the situation. Look, life ain't fair. Life ain't fair, and natural selection is natural selection. Women do set the rules for engagement. Thus, they will get the they will believe they get to choose. Now, unfortunately for the women, there's there's only two things that can happen from that. Number one, you're going to be sharing a lot of men. You're going to be the leftovers to a lot of men. That's going to be one of the problems women are going to have. If you're going to automatically select a guy that is a rarity, you're going to be sharing a lot of men. Six one and above. I'm sorry, six one and uh, six feet. That only represents 20% of men. Once you go to six two, you're talking about eight, seven percent of men, maybe a little bit higher. That means you're sharing them. And if that's fine with you, it's fine with you. All right, but you're pr probably not going to get one of your own. 
But um, uh, and the other part is in the if you are writing off guys that is that that they're you know they're not above six feet or above five ten. If you're writing them off and you're saying that there's no good men here, well, you're gonna have a problem as well, right? So, listen, you can do whatever you want, but if you're writing off guys that are not five eleven and saying, well, there's no good guys here. Okay, what about this guy? He's five eight. No, 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 no. I can't date the short guy. Well, it's going to be problematic for you. So anyway, somebody says just being tall isn't enough. I know this. I, I know this, guys. And short guys need to know that. And when I say these jokes, tall guys get in their feelings as if I'm attacking them and I'm not. Guys, I know a lot of tall goofies out here. I know a lot of tall guys that are successful when they struggle. Right, and they struggle in their own mindset. They may not struggle getting fat, knock knee chicks. You might struggle getting fat, knock knee chicks, but they get struggle getting. They don't struggle getting fat, knock knee chicks. I see a lot of tall guys out here with busted Pillsbury biscuit games. Oh, the humanity! I see it all the time. I see, I see tall dudes with low self esteem. I see tall dudes that are broke. Yeah, they're getting a shot at women that you think you should get a shot at. But they're also not getting the women they want, right? Mm. So it is it doesn't work for everybody, right? It doesn't work for everybody. All right. All right, all right, all right. Let me get to these cash apps and support. Appreciate y'all for being here. Let me see here. We got a a pending person says struggling. Oh, somebody asking for some money. Uh-oh. That on that's not how it works. We got a guy named Verna. We'll call you Verna. Good show, coach. I've got to support this. Thank you, brother. And we are giving you... Anybody think I lied about anything today? JL, shout out to you for tuition on the cash app. Let's skeet over to... Pause. Let's skeet over to PayPal and Venmo. Appreciate y'all's patience. And then Super Chats. Uh, Don't feel bad about your position. It's very tough for a lot of people out here dating. It is. I think for women, though, they, they're the most delusional, for sure. No government name. This is Blue Baggin says Netflix gave her and Harry $100 million already. So there you go. So the $50 million ain't going to work then. If they gave him $100, $100 million, $50 million ain't going to do nothing. All right? So she he's going to need to give them give her $500 million. Shout out to Caitlin says, when it comes to sexual fidelity for men, from men, the most attractive women can't separate themselves from one another when it comes to a man's desire. So when women want to be with men who are high status and not date down, they have to submit to what they want and or just leave because their egos are too big. Interesting. Interesting there. And if you're a tall guy and, you know, you struggle with women, I, I think, you know, a lot of guys would love to hear that because they think just being tall, they think, like guys think, short guys, short guys think if they got a surgery, you're 5'8". If you got a surgery and extended yourself to 5'11", you think that's going to make a difference. I'm here to tell you guys, of course, in internet world, you're, that ain't going to make a difference. And on dating apps, it's not going to make a difference. The difference between 5'8 and 5'11 is minimal. In the real world, could it help you out potentially? But that's a lot of pain to go through. And it's... It's not going to, you think you're going to be in line for highly attractive women. Because, <laughs> right. Do not do that. That's not enough to push that. You're going to be disappointed. 
You're going to go through a lot of pain and surgery and spend a lot of money to get maybe a, a chance at slightly better women. That's dumb. That Dude, you need to work on another part of your character. There's another thing going on. Three inches ain't going to make a difference. Three inches is not going to make a difference. Not with American women or not. At all. So get it straight through your head. There's other things that you can work on that is not that expensive and less painful to realize that. Number two. Number two. I've never, I haven't heard many women turn down money if you're in the right place. <laughs> so I think guys are delusional as well in dealing with American women in that they, they're jumping through all these things. They're like improving their status. They're self-improving. Let me just give the guy some shit right here. You're self-improving. You're working on your bodybuilding. You know, you're 5'8 to 5'10, 5'11. You're reading. You're, 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 you're working on your money. You're getting your money up. And then what you want is this American woman to see you of value, to be highly attractive, have a Coke bottle figure, have perfect shade of skin, real hair, not be on Instagram, dedicated to you, submissive, um, have the beauty of somebody that can make $500,000 on the internet, have enough smartness to not be dumb, but be dumb enough to not be too smarter than you. <laughs> no kids. Focuses on everything on not her career, but your life. Be a stay-at-home mom, traditional, cook, clean. And you think game, self-improvement, muscles, three inches of height, some good dick down game, six-figure salary is going to find that broad. You think you're going to find that woman in America? <laughs> uh, I'm just going to tell y'all, you'd be better off taking one band piping that woman down and moving back on with your life. I'm just letting you know, those women are sold on the marketplace. Those are called nines and tens. You can buy them up or you can lease them. You can have all the fun. You Older men be leasing these women, rappers, football players, politicians. These women are marketable. They have marketable skills. They don't want to be no housewife. You better meet this woman in college freshman year dorm and she better be a hopeless romantic she better not even realize her beauty potential you better be at tcu smu you better be at the university of texas austin you better be somewhere at stanford this this woman has to be coming from a place where she don't even realize she just wants to have kids and be a wife from the rip if she gets out of college and she looks like that it's too late my man says, I'm sorry, coach. All my bros are tall and they make a killing just because with highly attractive women. Yes, that's called getting their foot in the door. They do get their foot in the door. I agree. But maybe your are your friends, tall friends, goofy? Do they have learning disabilities? 
or are they cool? Are, are they, are they, I'm sure, because now you're going to tell me all your tall friends are losers. Well, what, what does that make you? So obviously you hang around with tall dudes that are worth their salt. They're going to make a killing. Yes, they're going to get their foot in the door. Yep. There's no doubt about that. They're going to have chances at women that you're not going to have chances at. But I want to just look at this percentage-wise. And I, this is not coping. People are going to say you're coping. Percentage-wise, how many attractive women are there actually? And they're obviously turning these women over. They're not keeping them. Yeah, are they keeping those women? I just said that. Are they keeping those women? The thing is, how are they keeping the women? Yes, they're going to get them. They're going to run through them. They're going to have fun with them. The average of these women, you're not tall. You're they're taller. You might see the women they're getting as that's what you would want. Is that what they want? They're having their fun with them. They're turning them over. Obviously, they're not as valuable to the taller guy as to you. You like, hey, I would love a chance at that woman. For them, not that much. They catch and releasing them broads. I'm looking at it from this situation right here. Okay. There's if if he represents, if if tall women, tall men represent 10% of the population, and there's really only 10% of women that are highly attractive. There's not that many of them. We see them. They're a lot. They're a lot to us. But statistically, if we're saying we're only 9% of men are over six foot two. We also got to admit, there's only 9% of women, 10% of women at best that are highly attractive. Most women are average to slightly above or slightly below, especially when you take the makeup and the hair and the eyelashes and all this shit and the waist trainers. And I'm not just coping. I'm telling you, not that many women are highly attractive. Then you take the highly attractive women, which ones are married, porn stars, only fan artists, skeezers, uh, pass arounds, floozies. All right. Take those out of the market and then find out how many highly attractive women that are married. Right? Just how many highly take the women that are above age 28 out. There's not that many. There's not that many. Most women are average. Now, the women you're seeing these taller guys get probably are average women that's measured up that night at the nightclub. Now she looks like a seven, seven and a half, eight. Okay. You know, depending on where you are, you're in Memphis. Oh, he get all the hot skeezers, the baddies in Memphis. Take her out of Memphis, give her a shower, wash her down. She's probably not as attractive as you think. Now, I'm not coping here. I'm just letting you guys know. Most women are highly are, are, are average to slightly above average to slightly below. That's where the majority, it's a bell-shaped curve. Most of these women you'll never get. Some of these women you can get right now and you won't worry about it. I tell you all the time, just take a couple of dollars. I got money. <laughs> take a couple of dollars, wave it like this. Then go somewhere. You can get a short-term relationship. Do this about three to four times. I wrote this in the book, by the way. I wrote this in the book. Some of these women that you see these tall guys getting also are doing this as well. So you got to think about this. 
Do like this. Go to Miami. Go like this with the money. Do this four times. You're going to realize then that these highly attractive women, it's not all what it's cracked up to be. Now, if you don't want to do this, it's going to change your life. It's going to change your life, guys. What you'll then have to do is find out how to define yourself going forward. Because now you thought you were a loser and you thought you were missing out on something. Then you're going to do it and you're going to say, I'm not even missing out on as much as I thought. Then you're going to go out and you're going to look at women and they're going to look very much subpar going forward. Why? Because you betted women that were better looking and you realized that they didn't even please you. you the chase is over. You're going to define yourself differently and then you're going to feel like you're going to realize I got to define myself on something more than attractive women. I'm just going to let you know it's a life changing thing. Sometimes I don't think men should experience this at a certain age, right? You should experience. But when you get a certain age, you're going to realize you're wasting a lot of time putting in thought into some shit that can be solved for less than five grand. Then you're going to move on with life and you're going to say, wow, the fuck was I basing my whole life on this shit? Now, going forward after that, you don't have to do that anymore because you will get it out your system. But then you're going to have to figure this out, which a lot of men struggle. What is life now? What does life mean now? Because now you're going to need another you're going to need another way to define yourself. And then when you hear these dating coaches running around, man, I'll be pulling out here. You're going to look at them like a moron. You're going to be like, the fuck? Like you base your life off of that? I had your girl for a couple of pieces of Reese's Pieces. And you spend all kind of time and money. And then you're going to say, yeah, but what else do you have? Show me what else your life is about. Oh, you ain't getting a hose? Hose are easily attainable in this marketplace. Find something else to define yourself by. It's going to change your life. It's going to change your life. You're going to be like, I can't believe I got this model in my bed. And she'll be exactly how you want her. You'll look. Peace leaves stanking just the best. Just like the rest of them. She stank just like the rest of them. Some of them are good. Some are average. Some are subpar. Some are way below average performers in the bed. You're going to be like, wow. I would have married this woman. And she's laying there like a dead fish. Trust me, when they marry you, they don't start performing better sexually. They don't. The best sexual performance you get is a drunk woman at a nightclub. That's the best you probably going to get. And it's going to be sloppy and she might throw up in your bed. You better figure out what life is beyond women. You better faint stanking, breath stanking. Oh, the worst one when they find and they breath stanking. You'd be like, what is life now? So I don't want you to do this in an irresponsible way. You got to make sure you do it in the best way possible. A lot of people have been doing this. But some of these girls you're going to see. And then you're going to see her with a dating coach. And you're going to be like, ha, ha, ha. Some of these girls you're going to see. And you're going to see these same girls that dating coaches are hyping up. Not only that, you're going to see dating coaches with some ugly chicks. And you know why they're going to be ugly? It's because you're going to have had better. And then you're going to see a dating coach talk about, <laughs> look at these girls I'm pulling. You're going to be like, 
and you say you bragging, you bragging. And then you're going to pull up that girl's an OnlyFans girl. That girl's an Instagram model. Or she's everything that dating coach don't really like. Right? The dating coach is going to describe the type of broad she's getting. Then you're going to see him with a broad that looked like Master Splinter. And you're going to go, wow. They really bragging about pulling subpar to slightly attractive women. And then you'll go, well, what the hell are we doing here? You'll move on with life. It's a life-changing thing, but it's a life-changing thing. However, some need to experience it at some point of their life to actually redirect their lives, okay? If you don't want to experience that, because it's going to burst your bubble. It's going to burst your bubble. I'm sorry. I wrote this in my book, 52 Things. Go look it up. This isn't something new that I'm promoting or saying that encouraging you to do. I'm telling you, you need to get the venom out. You need to get the venom out. Like you need to get it out your system and then reevaluate what life is. If you can't, just the same as you hopeless romantics. Like you guys are hopeless romantics waiting to fall in love. You're waiting to go uh, somewhere to Jamba Juice. And then you want to just bump into the broad where you're just going to fall in love. And then when you go to Jamba Juice, the broads ignore you. Then you go back home sad. Damn. Women aren't noticing me out here. I'm trying to meet them. I'm trying to do the serendipity. I'm trying to meet bro. You ninjas need to get a life. Go get a life. Life ain't about that. Life ain't about the romance. Life ain't even about the sex. They ain't about the attractive women. There's more to life. <laughs> There's more to life. You're going to figure it out. All right, let's get to these super chats. El Chino, take the deal. They can make other offers. All right, shout out to them. He says, hit me up. With the Super Mario. Here we go. All right. JC says she better take that deal or get the Diana special. Oh, now that's what it's about. That's what it's about. Yeah, she might get that Diana special. Pug Dad says King Charles will have to pay off another five years later. Prince Harry is a known mark for more women, and he'll go through it again. You are who you are indeed. Yeah. Shout out to you. Mardi says, Joey will say, won't say it, but I will. Women have literally ruined the gym. He says, all they want is to cause chaos and get attention. The gym should be segregated. Who believes that? I actually think you have a great point. I, as a person who has worked in gyms for a better part of a decade, all right, I've seen this. I've seen this with female personal trainers. I've seen this. I've seen it. Now, not all women ruin the gym. I'm just talking about this attitude of distraction, chaos, juvenile behavior. Um, you know, this whole thing about wearing, I'm just wearing it because I'm comfortable. They're lying to you. This is all lies. If you think this, I'm just wearing this revealing outfit and they kicked me out the gym because my outfits were revealing. And they, uh, if men can't focus on their workout and be not be distracted, it's their problem, not ours. This is chaos. This is not the fact that men can't be distracted. Or should they be distracted? It's the fact that you're causing chaos in a place that there was no previous chaos. You're the cause. Now, you can do what you want to do, but you're causing the problem. And arguing about it is pointless. There was no problem. You came in there not as a problem. When you weren't there, there was no problem. Okay? Mm. When you showed up, there was a problem. Now, you're the common denominator here. 
And we know why you're here. You're like Marshawn Lynch. We know why you're here. There's no reason to get in your car in the morning, put on, listen, put on your cute outfit. Women pick out outfits for the gym because it's cute. Oh, they get the matching shoes with the matching pants and the matching sports bra. They get their hair in a messy bun. They put a little bit of glow makeup on. Then they drive in their car only to walk on the treadmill for 30 minutes. Then go to the dumbbell area and do air squats or with 10 pound dumbbells. Ma'am, you could have stayed home for that shit. You could have walked around a corner. You did not need to come to the gym. Yep, put on their lip glop. I don't understand what we're doing here. Obviously, you're not here to work out. You don't need to be here to work out to do that shit. All right, so you're there for another reason. We know what it is. And to deny it is called plausible deniability. You can play games you want. You're just causing chaos. Okay. Then, then walk the treadmill, then get back in your car and drive back home. You could have stayed at home, man. <laughs> All right. All right. Black Fro says, not going to lie, being in construction surrounded by 99% of guys, I'd be looking like Samuel L. Jackson in the gym. It's tough to not look on the low. Uh, look on the low, guys. But just realize that they are waiting for you to, they are waiting for you to do some shit and catch your ass slipping. Where we got here? Hmm. How did I get out of order here? Oh, JC says, shout out to the Macedon that came to the rescue. I'm that far behind. Sincere says, coach, is dropping gems. Even a noodle is straight until it gets wet, allegedly. Henry Resilient, all facts, coach. That's why I share my story. I think she's about to ask for equity in her bike, even though she said it, it was trash. Petty. Divorces are petty. They're evilly petty. All right, uh, you guys are arguing about uh, 10-year-old vehicles, <laughs> the equity in the vehicle. Uh, the vehicle could sell for $3,500. $3, then the other vehicle could sell for $6,000. You guys are arguing on splitting equity. Dude, it is petty shit. Shout out to Sheldon Ross. LOL, that damn master splinter gets me every time. Christopher Zen, I never had the urge to marry, and I sing praises to the Dark Lord every day. Of my life because of it. He said, hashtag hell satin. Satin. Logical mindset. Hey, coach, do you think the hype requirement are more of an issue doing during social media era? I'm a short king, five foot seven, 43, and I've never had a woman bring up height as a problem until recent times. As we know, women are social creatures, they're only following society's expectations of what they should have, right? Okay. This is, and height is a quality. Um, that they've learned, uh, but but just to be honest, women have always wanted taller, bigger, fitter, fitter men. But when it gets specific, that six foot thing tends to come up because of social media. I didn't hear it before social media, to be honest with you. But I did see somebody do a video saying that that they they, they did show older women uh, or a woman from previous time in the '60s saying six feet or taller. All right. Black Fro says, Coach Spitting Facts, I'm a six foot four guy with an athletic build and some gut. He says, but I get short girls as wide as Hershey's kisses to tall, petite, like Slim Jims, 
and bad built egg shapes. He says the lesser ones are more bold and approach me. Now, again, let me see how far I'm back. Oh, I'm not that far back. One thing guys are measuring themselves against is that who women are approaching. So you say, hey, coach, these women are approaching taller men, right? So it's easier. But what you have to also consider is some of the most gutsy women in the game are ugly, overweight, cockeyed, knock knee, busted pill. They're not, they're, they're, they're shooting their shot, essentially. They are very gutsy. Um, even for me, I mean, I am who I am. You know, my chocolatey skin helps me. I get a lot of older women hitting on me all the time. I get fat women hitting on me all the time. Now, some fat women walk around like they ain't better than me. Um, this is why you see men with lesser women. So let's be honest about that. Men choose lesser women because they it was an easy layup. So he'll be tall. He can get a better woman, but it would require him to do work on himself. He would have to line up his goatee instead of looking scraggly. He would have to get a haircut and a hairline. And he would have to walk around not smelling like marijuana all day. He would actually have to put, he would have to, have to comb his hair. He would actually have to take a shower. So instead of doing that, he just says, well, this ugly fat chick wants me. I'll take it. Mm. And she'll, she'll buy me a PlayStation and $2,000 worth of clothes. All right. And he'll... He'll go right into it. He'll be like, hey. To wrap you in. And then you'll say. My warm embrace. And then you'll say, hey, he's getting better chances than me. Now, is it really? <laughs> now, you, on the other hand, you'll have, to, you'll have to brush your hair, get some clothes on, take a shower, get some clothes on. All right, buy a nicer car. You'll get, you'll get that same fat, ugly woman that you were worried about earlier. Mm. You'll get her. You might have to do a little bit of work to get her. Or the attractive woman, the slightly attractive woman. You'll get her. It's going to take you more work. And you might see her get her guts pushed in by that dude that didn't take a shower, but he was 6'4". And she shot her shot. And let's just be honest, dudes will hit anything. I don't care who you are. Now, you might not hit it no more because you didn't been there done that. But. Just walk outside. Get off the internet for a second. Walk outside. When you see attractive women, what I mostly see attractive women with, and people won't acknowledge this, I see mostly attractive women with beta males. This is might be just, um, um, what do you call it, attractive confirmation? I see mostly attractive women with beta males. And then I see fat oblong women with highly attractive men. <laughs> All right. So when it comes down to it, it's beta Brad that cleans up the bullshit. Yes. Even in California. Yes. California, especially California. California. When you see a trophy wife, most of the time you see beta Brad attached to her. You don't see no model. You don't see no talk. Now, he'll be tall. He'll be tall. But he'll be a nerd, a tech nerd, and he'll have a bad wife. So what I'm saying is, when I, once you get, get out of the nightclubs, as many people that want to say internet is not real life, nightclub is not real life either. Okay? What dudes are picking up at the bar is not real life. When I go outside and I see a cute girl, and I'm like, dang. Most next to her, no, most time next to her 
I don't see no dude standing there with tall muscles and holding a uh, money to his ear. I don't see that. I see maybe an older male, a dude that's young. He don't know who he is. A dude young, he following after her. She just telling him where to go. If I see it, she's attractive. That's what mostly I see. That's, but but that's not like 90%. That's like 35% of what I see, maybe 40. He's, she's with a beta male. If I see a dude that's tall, he's kind of skinny, scraggly. He, had, he ain't really that put together, but he's tall and he's somewhat decent looking. I see her. I see that dude, especially if he's black. I see that dude with a fat white chick or a fat black chick. Who thinks I'm lying? If the dude is tall, he he's the the I do see them with attractive women too. But it's a rare, it's rare. It's not always the it's not always the slam dunk that that guy is with an attractive woman. Maybe she's cute, maybe she's just good enough. Then when I, I the majority I see, I see them with garbage. But uh maybe I'll have to do a infield experiment with it. <laughs> All right, so look at look at it through the proper lens. And anytime I see it, now, if we're talking about older women, older women are off the chart. Like it's gonna be all it's all gonna be all over the place. I'm talking about women that are 28 and below, 28 and below. I see them with beta males more than anything. Beta males, flat out, not 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 one bit of alpha. Don't judge the ones in the gym. We're not talking about women in the gym. Yes, if I see a fine woman in the gym, she got the little tight shorts, pulled up her booty crack in a sports bra, she'll be with a Chad. She'll be with a Chad. But that's not real life. Go out to a restaurant. Go out to the mall. Go out somewhere at a ba- basketball game, a football game. I see those guys with a beta male that she can control. It's not always she's got a Chad. It's, it does happen, though, but that's just my opinion. All right, shout out to JC says, I'm five, eight and a half. I get any of them five, 10 girls and under easy. Shout out to you. Yeah, I can, it's, it's, it is what it is. All right, logical mindset meant an actual, he says, I met, I think you meant met, met an actual midget stripper once told me that she only dates men six foot five and up. He says, love your content. Continue Sky Daddy's work. God dang. Oh, uh, man, I see the midget thing. Everybody else, and you know, you got to have you a midget at least once. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but if the midgets are saying six foot and up, this is some perverted ish, just to let you guys know. Yeah, man, the Lord is shining. The, the sky daddy's looking upon us and our debaucherous behavior, and he can't even believe it. That should be a crime in amongst itself. But, of course, he could be like, come on. My God. But look, have you one? You should have at least one midget once. Like whatever woman you want, you should, whatever women, like have all the women you want. You should sow your royal oats. Uh, Newski says, CGA, there's a, they have a crazy story where a game guy in UK sues a woman who rejects him over and uh, the woman sues him or he sues him for $3 million over emotional trauma. Wow, game guys. Game guys sometimes be super emotional like that. They want to prove to you. They want to prove to you so bad. <laughs> Some shit you can brew for 500 bucks. All right, Roderick says, get off Memphis and get on Nash Vegas, coach. I should get on Nash Vegas because it's a pog patrol out in Nash Vegas, but they do have flatbacks. 
And we got Desmond. Ah, I messed it up. Anyway, shout out to Mr. Nine. He says in the chat, just donating because I value the stream. Shout out to you. I kind of gave away a little bit of your name, but uh, I appreciate y'all. Uh, she thick, she thick, not fat. Five foot four, 199 pounds. Yeah, she fat. Masculine frame for the win. Shout out to the coach game. We'll be back tonight with a stream. I got much more to share with y'all. Thank you for, and get to locals. And locals, we're going to have a new way to do things on Sunday. So stay tuned. I will send you a message. We got a lot of private detectives and spies spying on us. So we will have a new format definitely coming in in February. Shout out to the coach gang. And we out of here. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older. Um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, aka nice guys, right? And that's you.